Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the co-optional podcast for the 27th of January 2016. My name is Total Disco. What a year it has been in gaming already. It's been fantastic. And we have had some great guests up to this point. Yes, yes. But we might have topped it all. We may very well have topped it all. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my absolute distinct pleasure to introduce to you the man, the myth, the legend, the blue bomber himself... As you can see, WWE superstar Xavier Woods, better known perhaps as Austin Creed of Up, Up, Down, Down. Welcome to the show. What's going on, guys? Absolutely nothing at all. Everything is working perfectly. Everything has worked perfectly. This has been a flawless podcast. Yeah, I don't believe we executed it so well. It's been really, really great. I'm very impressed. Like, I'm surprised my end is working. You guys didn't work. This is... Wow. I know. Wow. Yeah, no I problems mean, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, awesome. It's a delight to have you. You came onto yeah. the Skype call and everything worked perfectly immediately, which is more like safe for most guests, honestly. And you're already super involved. You're talking, which is awesome. We've had so many guests that have been completely silent the entire yeah. the entire show, and it's been really awkward as a result. But thankfully, you are not that guy, so no. that's great. I, I would hate to be that guy. Who's going to be that guy? Who's going to be like, yeah, I'll be a guest, and then just not say anything at all while you guys are talking? Yeah. That would be pretty yeah. stupid, wouldn't it? Yeah, whoever I mean, that, that person would be weird. is, that would be that's super an weird. asshole. You would that have to be an asshole, a real what? asshole. No, no <laughs> doubt about ass. that. No, <laughs> yep. no doubt. For for those who do not know who you are, Austin, yes. Um, yes. why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do for a living and what you do for fun? Okay, so for a living, I am a professional wrestler, sports entertainer. That means I put on shiny pants and I go fight other men in shiny pants around the world. Um, it's been a life goal of mine since I was a small child, so it's pretty cool to be able to do it. Uh, but we get to meet lots of people and, like I said, travel everywhere. Um, and then also I've started my own uh, gaming channel. So uh, as we travel, I travel with a games case. My PS4 goes inside, um, and you can just plug it up anywhere. So we have tournaments, we do Let's Plays, all sorts of cool stuff. And I'm working on getting my PhD right now in educational psychology. So uh, it's got a lot of irons in the fire, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I feel mean, weird talking about myself. I mean, do, you, do you feel guilty for making everyone else look bad by comparison? I have to ask that. I mean, that's kind of like my goal. Because, okay, so when I was little... <laughs> I told my dad that I wanted to be a wrestler, and I was the smallest kid already. And he's like, well, you know, you're probably not going to be very big. I'm like, oh, well, that's not, like, a positive thing to think because you guys are always positive. You're my parents. You're great. And he's like, but, like, real life, you're not going to be huge, so, like, maybe this isn't the, the best thing for you. And I'm like, no. And once he realized how bad I wanted to do it, he was like, well, like, you're going to have to use your mind as much as humanly possible because you don't have these things that the guys normally have in this industry. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I can run with that. And so then I started pushing school and everything. And then he's like, you know what? You should get your PhD too. I'm like, you know, I can't do both. And he's like, yeah, you can. Because if you're a wrestler on TV and you have your PhD, you're essentially wearing a huge hat on your head of a middle finger and no one can take it. <laughs> and I was like, well, dad, Back. done, done. That's yeah, like the opposite of what I was told by my parents. They were like, you got to just choose something eventually. You can't keep trying to do everything at the same time. And I love that your dad was like, no, I believe in you. Do it yeah. all. You were like, okay. Uh, except the only time that it was weird was when I graduated college. So I graduated. Coffee makes me poop. Fantastic mug. Um, <laughs> I, I graduated with a degree in psychology and philosophy. And so uh, when I was done, I walked across the stage at graduation, got my diploma. I'm so happy. He goes, congratulations. Now you can sit around and think about why you don't have a job. <laughs> oh. Bing, bing, bing. Yep. Dang. Ouch. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. 
It's like, it hurts because it's true. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we grew up in the wrong generation, apparently, when it came to education. It's like, we... Yeah. I think uh, every did everyone here go to university and then not at all end up working in the field that they graduated from? I have a double major in history and theater. That's even more useless than yours. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, was say, I have I a bachelor's have, in I law. I don't do that at all. Wait, technically, so, I still like entertain. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Okay, but well, no. Jesse, so since you have a double major in history and theater, does that mean that John Wilkes Booth is your guy? Uh, I'm. I have always said I wanted to get into the theater just to assassinate a president. So it's been Jesus. my life. It's been my life goal. Well, okay. we're having a show again. Thanks, no, guys. Uh, Bye. See you later. <laughs> You've Here's been the watching the Corruptional Podcast. We are done. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. I also I have a master's degree in education as well. So that's even more useless. There you go. I have multiple useless degrees that have helped me in no way whatsoever. Well, no, no. Actually, have you uh, seen the musical Hamilton? I want to see it so bad. Oh, I want to see it so bad. I'm in. I want to see it so bad. I listen to the soundtrack all the time, but that's literally musical theater, history, and it's educating the youth about the past. So you're saying I need to write the next great American musical? Is that what we've learned here? That's where we're at. Wow. I don't know what... I imagine it would be... I I don't know. I'm going to... Something. It's going to be something stupid. It's going to be like... (laughs) If it's you, it's definitely going to be something stupid. (laughs) Why don't you why don't you do a co-optional podcast musical? We, yeah, we a lot of, You can only put so many sad songs in a musical. There's only room, there's only room for so many sad songs. Oh no. Oh my god. It's I, I'm blown away. This has been a great intro. I'm really, really excited about the rest of the show. This is going to go in a very, very, very strange direction, I think. And that's exactly how, how we love it to be. So we usually start the show by asking our guests and, of course, ourselves what we've been playing this week. And that usually takes about, like, two hours of the show. And somehow you get time to play games in between flying all over the world doing this job. And yet you managed to pull it off anyway. So I'm Wait, very are, curious as to what you've been we, playing. Are we actually starting the actual show show? Or are, are we, we doing a real show now? Uh, wh- why? Do you have a bit? You wanted to do a, thing. Do you have a bit? You wanted to do a bit to embarrass you, me? You okay. All right. Do you want to do a bit right now? Is there a bit that you Jesse. had planned? Let's see what he's got. Oh, oh God. Here we go. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm okay. wait. Bated breath. Ooh. Right. Ooh. There it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Go on. I can't see anymore. I had a bit. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't yeah. fail. <laughs> no, perfect. Yeah. perfect. <laughs> perfect. <clears throat> Save your woods! You think you're the only one with the phallic name, but you haven't met your arch nemesis! The Red Cox. <laughs> Let me tell you, the only new day I see here is Wednesday. I'll see you, I guess, <laughs> what is- at WrestleMania 32. Probably not, though. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Well, Red Cox, I'm going to do something that you're used to. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Until you spew. <laughs> For some reason, I enjoy getting beat till I spew, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's just a red cocks kind of thing. Cockadoo! <laughs> that reminds me. Do you guys like Rockadoodle? 
<laughs> Rock and what? Roll what? The movie? What is yeah, that? The movie's shit, right? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since I was a little kid. <laughs> we were talking about it the other day, and my friend hadn't seen it, so we watched the trailer, and I was like, I need to watch this shit. I forgot about that. I remember loving that movie when I was a kid. And then I was watching, God, what was it? I was watching a movie that had like the trailer at the beginning for Rockadoodle. And I was like, holy shit, I forgot that movie exists. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Elvis as a rooster. (laughs) What could be better? Yeah. All right. Now we may begin the show. Now we may begin the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we usually talk about what we've been playing this week, and we do so for quite some time. So I am very, very curious about what you've been playing over the last few weeks. Uh, uh, Austin, what, what's what been going on? So legit this past week, I've been playing Crashlands. Um, ah, yes. I've, I've started playing that. Yeah. It's hysterical, like super funny. And um, usually, so I've been trying to get into crafting games. I've been trying to get into Minecraft. And um, there's, like, a bunch on the phone that you can play. And, like, normally I, I just can't get into them for whatever reason. But Crashlands is, is, like, it's a crafting game, but it's totally different. And you have all these cool objectives that you do. And it's just a very, like, uh, not like Adventure Time, but like Adventure Time in the vein that, like, oh, it's a cartoon and it's funny and bubbly. And they poke fun at it being a video game. Uh, so that and Final Fantasy Explorers on 3DS that's sick um yeah that just came out didn't it um are yeah. you playing Crashlands on on your mobile device or are you playing it on, yeah, uh, on a pc on mobile so i don't know anything about crash lands so essentially you crash land on a planet and then you're trying to <laughs> build your ship to to get away but you just run into all sorts of like kooky characters and monsters and stuff as you're playing um it's just a very fun like well animated game i love the way that the main character just prances everywhere yeah. It's just like really it seems very it's super happy to be there despite the fact that they crashed. It's yeah. um the best way to describe it for those who play like a lot of PC games, it's kind of a, a mix of Terraria and Don't Starve. I was gonna say it has the That's same like, like angle of Don't Starve, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely like that where there's a lot of crafting recipes, you crash with basically nothing, and then you start collecting like grass and then you make I, I think you make a the first tool you make is like a saw out of yeah. grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. So beating on rocks and stuff then you get like a rock saw and then like or like a wooden saw whatever it is as it goes up but yeah yeah same what, thing what really surprised me about it is that games like this on like a mobile device usually really fiddly like they'll have really bad controls this game it's all just a case of oh just uh just uh, touch and it'll do probably the right thing you know mm-hmm. and it's also got like really good inventory management which again is usually a problem on a touchscreen device so it so far like it's it's probably like the best mobile game that's come out this year so far. I think like it is that good. Well, that and Punch Club. Yes. Uh, how much of how much of that have you played? I know Jesse played a bunch of that. So not a ton. Maybe like four or five hours in, but like because I got it on Steam uh, before it came out on mobile, and so I was playing for like for like the channel and stuff, and then I played on Twitch uh, like last week, and uh, a bunch of people were like, oh, I've been playing this on my phone for like the past few days, and I was like, oh dear God. <laughs> played for a few hours and it's funny because like as soon as i got to like to work that week i was telling some guys in the locker room about it like oh cool you know we'll try it we'll download it and i left for like an hour to go do something and i come back and they're like sitting up in the locker room stands like just playing punch club like oh i got the way of the tiger i do martial arts it's like yep we're we're nerds that game is i kind of ideal for mobile as well because it's a lot of like you know grind up your stats and do you do you kind of thing it's uh, for me, it was like it was pretty good in short sessions, but if you play it for too long, it's like, oh god, you know, you got to keep doing the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I just it like is... all the references that are in it. 
There's a yes. lot of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jesse, you played a bunch of Punch Club as well, didn't you, if I recall correctly? Yeah. Oh, Punch Club is, uh, yeah, the references are amazing in that game. It's it's really, it doesn't take itself seriously. Mm. It You know, it even is like the the final level, it's Mortal Kombat. It's like, it's great. There's a lot of cool stuff in it. The only thing I don't like is how every day it resets your stats a little. And I'm oh, like, yeah. if you didn't work out that day, I could maybe understand that being a game mechanic. But if you go every day, it's like, you lose 20 stamina. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Austin, like, being the only person in this room that does work out, how realistic is that exactly? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, I take this stuff. It's like awesome. Make sure you have muscles all the time. It's called genetics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and, and, and how much is that? Where, where can I buy some of that? Well, you can only get it from your parents, and they have to get it from their parents. So it's like, damn it. Uh, yeah, basically, it's a, it's a pre-order exclusive yeah. then. Basically, <laughs> you can't get it after it's launched. Unfortunately. Right. Right every time yeah they'll, they'll get you they'll get you but it's it, that is weird so like if you go and you like do bench and then like at the end of the day you didn't run so like you lose some cardio it's like every day right yeah. on like if, if i don't do it for like three or four days i can see it but come on there you go folks like the developers need to listen to that this is from a real life workout person yeah this, this yeah. person does exercises a person who does for real exercises Christ, in real that's life that's terrifying yeah look at that <laughs> <laughs> that shirt doesn't even fit you <laughs> well you know it helps with sales and stuff Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes pick up your up up down down merchandise from yes. www.com there you go self-plug there you go i don't even get a commission on that i, I, own, I own a bunch of wwe stupid shirts a lot of them are really bad but yours aren't so it's okay yes Oh god, there you go. So you you did mention Final Fantasy Explorers. Um, yeah. I think you might be the only person to have got to play that yet because I think it just came out last night. I, uh, I got an yeah, email so, saying it came out last night. I'd love to know about this game. Okay, so I got it like three weeks ago, maybe. Uh, so um, got some advanced copies, and it's pretty cool. So I play a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, so I like the online aspect of Final Fantasy and just all the different classes and all the stuff you can do. And this has, I think, it's like. It's 20 some, some odd classes in it. Um, there's tons of stuff to do, but it's very action-based. So rather than in your normal MMO, running around to each different town and taking so much time like before you have any sort of amount, like running like 30 minutes to go to this new place so you can get the information. Like there's one single town and you go and get uh, missions objectives. And then as you leave the town, you're, you're instantly in the field or you can use the airship to go to uh, a further away part of the field. So it's... Very fast paced in that sense, where you're not spending a lot of time trying to run someplace to like grind something out. Um, like I said, tons of classes, but it's it's very team based. So you can either be playing online with your friends, or you can create monsters after you collect certain things. You go to this place, the the monster machine factory. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, you create the monsters and they go out with you as your party. So you can create the healer monster or your tank monster. Uh, you know your DPS. Uh, and then you go and you go on these quests and raids, whatever, with these people, and then you can say, "Hey, my friends are online now, and you can do it with them like you normally would." That's that actually. This looks really cool. I've got the yeah. little uh, footage up on the screen right now. So it looks like the combat's very action orientated rather than yes. turn based. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's very much like Final Fantasy fourteen, as in everything's happening at the same time. Um, but you have uh, what is it? It's like it's eight different attacks, and as you hit a certain level, like. Uh, I can't remember the name of the game, but as you attack, like your it's not your aggression, but a certain number rises, and when it hits like 150, it unlocks kind of like a limit break situation where you get, um, let's say you unlocked Thunder. Now you can add 
lightning attacks to all of your attacks. And then you go back to the town and you can actually learn that. So then that's your normal attack. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, that so makes like, sense. Yeah. And then you can like rename them as well. So then, you know, in your little repertoire, oh, this is thunder one. And now if I go out to the field, I hit this limit break again and I can unlock thunder. Now I can add another thunder to that attack. So now I've got thunder two. You know what I mean? Or you can add. Um, haste to it or to increase your critical or to increase your movement and you can essentially create your own attacks throughout the game it looks a lot that it reminds cool. me a lot of uh fantasy star online in the way that it works like it with a sort of four-man group and it's sort of a bit like an mmo but it's not like a full-blown mmo yeah. but you you can party up with your friends things like it actually looks good which is surprising and that's a 3ds game as well that's yeah a lot of for handheld, it's fantastic because yeah. I didn't. I thought it would be cool, but when when they sent it to me, like, oh, you know, it's 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 not Final Fantasy fourteen, obviously, but it's like the closest thing that you're gonna get to play on handheld from any. any sure, game. Yeah. So once we were a few hours in, I was like, this is great. It's it's oh, easy it's to play on planes if you're playing by yourself, but then if you're online, like I said, with your buddies, like it's there's tons of stuff to do. So it's not just like the normal summons that you get, like Shiva or whatever. It's any type any, of monster. Yep. So you can be running around with like glop and bird that has yellow orange wings, and but you can as you go out as, with them as your party, they level up as well. So oh. you might they might be low level at first because you know you're on planes or whatever, and then next thing you know you're like you're fighting a freak with like a level thirty five glob, you know, and it's and it's working out. Awesome. That actually sounds awesome. I haven't had a reason to play three DS for quite some time, but this it looks it. like this might be it. Yeah. Does it have um, does it have like a, a good story going in it, or is it kind of a flimsy story with really good mechanics? I I would say less story, more mechanics. So I mean, the story's there, but it's not super heavy. Right. right. So it's so it's one of those things that's really easy to pick up and play. Yeah. So it's kind of oh. MMO light. That sounds fun, I guess. man. Yeah. Yeah, that actually does sound great. That, that'd be the sort of thing I'd love to play uh, with with a couple of friends or whatever. That's, yeah, I'm gonna pick that up. That sounds Bat awesome. And for, for me, I'm always trying to look for like the the gateway game to get people to play Final Fantasy 14. And so I can <laughs> don't play to start on this. And so uh, so they've been, we've been playing, and they're like, "Oh, this is really cool." Like, "Hey, do you want like a more intense version of this? Just come on to the dark side." <laughs> D Dodger, how many hours do you have in Final Fantasy 14 so far? I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The way that I try to get people to play is by sending them screenshots of my character and being like, you can be a cat boy in leopard print underwear and do tons of damage. Like, how is this bad? How is this not a good game? Um, yeah, how are we I, not I'm sponsored by them yet? We need, you know, we should make some money out of these guys, clearly, for right? that game. You, you've been playing so much Final Fantasy fourteen lately, and I know, Jesse, you kind of swore off i know why game. we haven't been sponsored by them <laughs> yeah <laughs> because jesse, my apologies this game so, is garbage so austin just to update you jesse has a very antagonistic relationship with square enix uh, he he loved well i'll let him explain it himself because this is yeah. always funny whenever he does it i uh started my gaming obsession started with final fantasy games way back when mm -hmm. so I am. I love Square Enix to the point of when they make something bad, it it infuriates me. And I have just felt recently some of their titles have not been uh, up to par. I'm being very diplomatic about this because they may be watching right now. Hi, <laughs> love your money. Thanks. So I, wow. I, I am just you know I uh, I, when it comes to Final Fantasy 14, I think the plot is is like I like the story in Final Fantasy 14. 
but I liked it in Final Fantasy XI. I think the like the questing and the like repetitive nature of it drives me crazy, and that's why I don't play it. There, there done. Super diplomatic. That was very it's, diplomatic for you. You nice. usually go all in on this. I chose not to. I'm yeah, slightly disappointed, honestly. A few tables so there, are flipped over. A few bridges are burned. <laughs> is there an MMO uh, experience that you've had that doesn't have any sort of repetitive situation in it? Well, here's the problem. Nope. I think <laughs> now I don't, like, I think I'm just done. I think I've gone through that phase of MMOs where now, like, every MMO that exists, I'm like, oh, my God, here we go again. I've got to go find 15 bear asses. Like, I just, I just, I'm over that. I think I'm over it. There was... Don't worry, there was a good 10 years of my life that I went back and forth between MMOs, and now I'm like, well, that was a long stretch. I think I'm done. So, I, yeah. I am Time encountering... Eve, Jesse, you gotta go ham on Eve now. Oh, no, don't. Oh. Do not do that yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Spreadsheet simulator uh, I played with it. I played Eve yeah. for six months. I am never going back. It was... I never played it. It is oh. very, I mean, I would say that now it's a lot easier to get into EVE because they redid the whole new player experience and tutorial, but Don't that game it. is stupid hardcore. It's spreadsheets in space, basically. It, when you see the trailers for it, you think, this looks amazing. It's fleets battling other fleets. It's like, you could go, you have this entire universe to explore and almost everything is player controllable so it's really kind of wild west out there you know you go out there you can be attacked by pirates who are real players and you lose stuff you when your ship blows up you lose it unless you've bought insurance on it it's gone like, and it's a lot go of the time that's real like real physical money is involved in this game most oh, of the time oh. and when you lose a ship that's like goodbye money yeah oh I, people go crazy it's so, so like eve is such an interesting existence to me because like it's so boring until it really is until something incredible happens because they allow they allow the players to really create their own economy and society and all of this stuff and so there have been full on like wars in this game that have been incredible to watch because there're just thousands of ships involved right but yeah. like most of the time it's just you floating through space. They also encourage <laughs> being a dick in that game. So in oh. a regular MMO, you know, you addict to players you get banned in this game espionage is a real thing so there are the, the guilds are called corporations and corporations send basically spies real players into other corporations to gradually gain their trust and rise up the ranks for like and, years yeah for years and when what? and when they finally are ready to strike they use the power to screw them over like they shut down all of their station shields or whatever or they steal all of their money and leave and this is not only okay it's encouraged by mm -hmm. the developers it's insane and years years yeah, yeah it's it, eve is beyond uh, someone was trying to crowdfund a, a book based on real events that happened in eve but <laughs> eve is best read about from the sidelines i would mm. say because some of the stuff you read about in eve is amazing but when you if you're actually involved in it a lot of it is really quite boring <laughs> like, yeah it I sounds incredible i have a couple of friends that are on their like monument that they put up mm -hmm. and uh and they still play. And I'm just like, man, you guys are so fucking dedicated to Eve. <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't have the heart for it, right? Like, yeah, the, man. I, I can totally admit that one of the major reasons why Final Fantasy XIV was, like, an MMO that really grabbed me when the last MMO that grabbed me was EverQuest was I was like, man, everything just looks so nice and it's so yeah. fluid and I love the UI and, like, 
in Eve, I'm just like, what is there to make me want to oh, play this God. game? Like, nothing. All right, you log in, and the first, the UI is so tiny, you need a microscope to see it. It's like, what do all these things do? What are these buttons? How do I even move? I don't understand yeah. it. Uh, it does. It takes quite a lot of work, but in terms of uh, what we mentioned earlier about it costing real money, so what happens is uh, they've got a system in the game called Plex, and what it lets you do is you can pay for your subscription to the game with in-game money. Like, so if you if you play the game enough, you get to play the game for free, and yeah. you buy what's called the Plex, which is a pilot's license extension. The thing is, that means that it also goes both ways. So in theory, I could get a lot, bunch of in-game money by selling Plex that I bought for real money. So, as a result of that, there's an economy, and you can attach a cash value to ships based on that exchange rate. Yes. There are literally ships that cost upwards of $1,000 that people lose, that aren't, get blown up. That aren't Titans worth, like, 10 uh, I don't know if that's the case yet, but there's these huge ships called Titans that guilds can spend many months building. And in actual value, they're worth thousands of dollars. So when so, one of these things gets blown up, it's a big deal. So, if we had the correct people in our guild, we could build this ship and then sell it to a person and split the real money. Yeah, in theory. Uh, if you you know, if you could do that, I, I believe you could actually do that, yeah. That's there is there crazy. is some kid out there we could crazy. We, we, need to, we need to do this. Yeah. What else yeah. are we doing? Nothing more. <laughs> nothing. We, should, we ain't we doing nothing. Sell you, fake ships. <laughs> before you explain all the bad stuff, I got excited because like you're like ships in space and it's like, oh it's kinda like Ender's game. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> But not at all. I mean, in terms of uh, the tactical and strategic element, you probably end this game is probably a really good description of it uh, because a lot of these guys are pulling some crazy strategies. Just It's just the execution is really boring. You know, it's a, a space fight with a big fleet sounds amazing. Actually, it's slow as hell, and you're literally, you just select your target, and then you just watch the ship kind of shoot it. And then okay. your fleet leader's like, this is the next target, and then you move there. And I think, like, um, I had some really good fun when I was flying around in the sort of uh, lawless sectors of the game where you could get attacked by pirates. We had some small skirmishes, and that was really cool because there's a lot of tension because you don't want to lose your stuff. Yeah. You know, your right. cargo gets blown up and all that kind of thing. But as a result of that, I thought this game's going to be great. And then I got into big fleet battles. I'm like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> but it, when you hear about them, when you see the write-ups on the internet, people are like, oh my God, this happened yesterday. Yeah. It is the most epic sounding thing you will ever hear. <laughs> this it is so incredible. cool. And then when you see it, you're like, uh, oh. Well, okay. some of the, some of the like major wars, the screenshots are incredible because it's just a sea of ships. And you're just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> And I know there is a lot more strategy involved in it, but if you are like a regular grunt in a corporation and you're not kind of one of the fleet commanders, you are literally doing what the fleet commanders say, which is usually now shoot this, now shoot this, now activate this ability kind of thing. Almost like a raid leader, but just duller, you know. Just real fun. Yeah, there's, uh, you, you need to be a certain kind of person, I think, to really enjoy Eve, and I'm not that guy. So, it's... But it is cool to read about it. I love reading about the crazy stuff that happens in that game. I just don't want to play it. I don't want yeah, anything yeah, to do yeah. with it. It's it's time consuming. But now I want to buy Final Fantasy Explorers. I might buy that during the break, yeah, actually. Finally, a reason to play on my 3DS. I'm really excited. I 100% recommend it. And that's not like me trying to shell anything. It's like actually like really fun. I think the last handheld game that I played like that was Persona. For Golden. On oh my god. Oh, yep. no. TB and I sunk oh, no. so <laughs> much of our lives into that game. <laughs> yep. Got 96 hours gone. Yep. Uh, it took me about 104 to get the true ending, I think, on uh, that. I love that game a bit. <laughs> and it's very weird because I'm not a JRPG guy. Like, no. I 
Haven't been for a very long time, but once I got past the first two hours where you're literally doing nothing but what the game Dude, tells you to do. Nothing, just watching. Yeah, just watching it and reading dialogue. And you're like, ugh, this is yeah. terrible. And then, then it opens up and starts to let you choose who you want to interact with, how much schoolwork you do, when you want to go into the dungeons. And it's at that point that I just loved it. I love the fact that every dungeon is themed to the yeah. personality of the Me person too. that's trapped within it's it. So good. The video game dungeon was the best. Mm-hmm. They even changed the music to be like 8 bit in the yeah. boss fight. It's so good. <laughs> Oh. I'm so hyped for Persona 5. Oh I hope goodness. it's good. Jesse, do you not play Persona? I mean, I don't want to sound like your guys' dad here, but you know there's homework in dungeons in real life. And if you want to go to those, you're more than welcome to. I don't I'm get it, saying. Jesse. You you love story. This game has an awesome, like, a, a very supernatural murder mystery thing going on, and the characters are really well developed. I, so I can't explain why I haven't played it. I don't know why I haven't played it, but hearing you guys talk about it is the same thing when when people talk about Eve, I'm like, well, I guess that's marked off my list. I'm never playing it because you're Wait. like two hours of this awful intro, and then oh my god, I oh had to please, that's Final like, Fantasy in a nutshell, you know? No, because okay, because when you go in not knowing that you're gonna be reading like a story for like an hour or two, it's weird because you're like, okay, is it just like a narrative game? Is this like uh, what's it called? Novel? Everybody gone to the rapture or whatever it is? Oh, a walking simulator. <laughs> I was yeah. I was so pumped for that for months, and then it came out. I'm like, why did I just buy this crap? Sorry, I good, good answer, good answer. I right here's a little a little backstory. Um, the developers of Everyone's Gone to the Rapture in an interview <laughs> quite literally said, like verbatim, Total Biscuit thinks we're destroying the games industry. I obviously I never said that, but. I'm but like, they're right, on, but they're right. I, I'm on record clear, for right. really not liking their games. Like the, the uh, last game they made before that was called Dear Esther, which is literally 90 minutes of slowly walking through an island while someone talks to you. Which is, which to me, okay, I won't say go so far as saying like destroying the games. I just say, and I guess it's on me for not doing enough research in the game. I was just upset because I thought it was something else. And I guess that's, yeah. that's totally on me. I, I, like, I, I think, I think a lot of people thought that way because uh, when, when Dear Esther came out in particular, it was a game that on Steam was advertised as kind of a, this is a, a mystery game, this is an adventure game. Yeah. But honestly... That's what Rapture was too. That's what kind they of. Was. Kind yeah. of, yeah. But I mean, Ra- Rapture, I think, is a little bit... Rapture's a little better than Esther. Esther is definitely a lot worse than Rapture. But Rapture is still walking around uh, looking at things. Yeah, and, and the world is like... it's The world is large for how slow you move. Oh my god. Was so upsetting. I think if I could have moved faster, maybe I would have been interested in the story. Did you figure out the sprint feature? Oh, the you mean this the half skip feature? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I do. Really so upset. You, so you did. I thought, that, one I thought out, that would yeah. turn me off any sort of narrative game. But then I played uh, her story, and loved it. But I think again because like the way it's advertised, it's advertised as what it is. Yes, it, it is right. a murder mystery. You you have control of you know uh, police archives, and you you look at the footage and you figure out what happens and you draw your own conclusions from there. Uh, Je- one of you played her story, didn't you? Jesse, was it you, you who played her it. story? Yeah. Loved it. There yes. we go. All right, Jesse, we found something for Jesse. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, hers. I I like those games where it's it isn't a defined plot, but you have to guess what the story is. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I, I have no problem with games. That I I don't like games where there's no story at all, and they tried to make you feel like that like. There's nothing there, and they try to force in like, no, but there totally is, guys. There's totally something in here. It's like, no, stop that. You're, it's a it's a game where we're walking on an island and nothing's <laughs> happening. Stop it. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I, I think if you can get the same experience from watching a game on YouTube as you can from playing it, then they fail to be a proper game. You know, I really do. And yeah. I think even even watching her, it's weird to say that because in theory, her story should fall into the same trap, and yet it doesn't simply because you're able to search that database and you find things out at different rates to other people and it can mislead you in that way because yeah. you might pick up on a clue and you think, oh, now I get it, now I understand, and then it ends up not being that at all. Yeah, you know, I, so- when I played it, I won't, no spoilies. Yep. Uh, I got to the the point of the story, I guess, and it's like, like almost instantly. And then so everything that I learned after that was like, I already understood it, but like it made this whole crazy story to me. So I put one of the other guys onto it and he's like, oh, he played it for like days. He was like, this sucks. I was like, no, just just get through it. Trust me. Because I wasn't thinking that he could figure things out at a different speed. So like once he finally did, it like blew his mind. He called me, this is the <laughs> best thing I've ever played. Oh my God, that's so cool. So like, I like that aspect of it that you move at different rates. Really yeah. yeah um, I just this past week went, I deep dived into a game called Pony Island. Yes, oh, me too. No. Me too. I'm Here we so, go. Like, Pony Island is legit. I was blown away by that game. Yes. When I, I found all the secrets, I like went. I got on a stream, played it with chat, and they were like, "Dude, you have to actually hack the game files to get the yes. secrets." I was like, "What?" When I found out what it was, the story. Hold on, where is it? It's just so everyone on the stream knows the game is saved on this drive forever. I will never delete that game <laughs> ever. Now that I know the secret, never deleting it. So. Yes, that is a game. I can't even, like, talk about it or it spoils everything. Because you spoil it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The min- five minutes into the game, it's like plot twist, and then the rest of the game is just plot twist, plot twist. So what a fantastic, fantastic game. Hell of a game. Yeah. Hell of a game. I'll agree with you. It's, I will say it took me way too long to figure out, like, one thing in the beginning. I was on it for, like, 30 minutes and, like, about to throw my computer through the wall. Then I figured it out. Then I was like, <gasps> yep. oh, my God. There's... There's so much. It's it's a game where, it, it's like it's like uh what's that uh oh my god what's the movie with the with, when they go in the mines help me out here I'm an old man Inception Inception it's yes. like Inception but a video game where it's like you find one layer and then you peel that back and there's another layer then you peel that back but then it's like there's five more layers and there's like an over layer where it's just crazy <laughs> and I love that about that game. I, I even... just got to the bit in your video where it said, experience the rest of Pony Island, insert your soul to continue. And I was like, yes. what? Yeah. 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 Insert your soul. So, it, yeah, it, it definitely this is bonkers. Wow. It's definitely a, a game about ponies and not at all evil and not at all trying to take your soul and not oh. at all crazy as hell. Nope. It's <laughs> definitely just about ponies, guys. When you when you read that part, take my soul, like, it makes you feel weird. If you're playing with headphones on, it's like the music, like, oh. it the, everything the mood changes completely when it says <laughs> input your soul and it's like yeah uh i think the last game that made me feel like that was on uh dreamcast i think it's called omicron omicron the yes. nomad soul jesse oh, jesse loves game? that game yeah it's like I if, love you, that game. if you die like it's gonna like kill you for real so we were playing like a dark room we rented it from like blockbuster when that was a thing and it's like oh our souls like ah i don't know if i can play this <laughs> we need to get back on power stone yeah omicron's great because the conceit at the very beginning is like you are you sitting at home and we're going to teleport you into this body of a guy in another galaxy yeah. but you're playing you playing the guy just so you're aware like that's great and then it's like oh and by the way David Bowie runs this place yeah, yeah. Not, like, yeah. not like David Bowie a character David, David Bowie, Bowie runs this place I, I, I like to think that David Bowie is still running that place at yeah, this point he's in Omicron right now 
three wins. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and that's what Pony Island is. Pony Island's one of those things where it's like you're not ever sure if you are you playing the game or if you're supposed to be a character in the game playing the game or if the game is just playing you. Like it's mm. crazy. I love it. I love that game. I fell in love this week with that game. I was like, oh. I I love the fact that how many games we've already gone through in this first hour is just jumping from Persona to Pony Island to everything else. It's just it's, it's nuts. Eve. And Eve, yeah, it's like Eve's in there for some reason. We don't know why that is. We don't know how that managed to happen, but that's yeah, that's uh, awesome. I, I do need to try Pony Island. I'm not sure if it'll be quite my thing because there was there was a game a double fine release called a Hack and Slash, which is a game which has a bit of a similar conceit in this uh, case that you have your sword is like a USB drive. And you plug it into objects in the world and you reprogram them kind of using a little scripting language. Mm. And I thought it was really cool, but I am too stupid to play it. Like, I <laughs> Oh, this isn't... This, uh, Pony Island isn't scripting language. It's puzzles hidden as like, like pretending to be code. Right. To the point where later in the game, the <laughs> game is like, it removes the, the crazy like script language. And now it's butterflies and you have to get them home like it's oh okay yeah the game it, it hides what it is but because it's a hacking game in order to find like real super secrets the dev put secrets in the coding of the game that if you change things it like hacks the game and then you get secret scenes like it's i don't want to see anything of this game now i want to just play it play it yourself play it yourself yeah. yeah and then when you're done you beat it and you think you know the ending which is what i did i played it i beat it i and I, the last video, which I think is going to go up later today, the last video is like me going through 12 theories as I play. I'm like, oh, oh, this is the theory. And I'm like, wait, hold on. No, this is the theory. And by the time I get to the end, everyone's like, no, dude, you haven't beat it yet. Go do this. And when you see the real ending, you're like, what? And so <laughs> it's definitely one of those things where if, if you liked the crazy undertale story and you like the things Which that happen I in that loved. game yeah with the computer this is it, it follows that undertale vibe it, it, it's definitely right. that okay. same thing that's cool. cool there's um there was one other game that's quite similar to all of these i don't know if any of you got a chance to play called the magic circle did hmm. anybody play that no i okay i was yeah, the only was one that. i played i played a couple of hours of it I, I didn't get into it too much but it's a game in which you are playing an unfinished game and oh. you are inside the world as a play tester and there are these disembodied voices from like the developers arguing with each other and changing the game as you go and they're like they've run out of budget to make the game so they're feeling like oh god we can't afford animations here and things like that and you gain magical powers in the game to change the game because apparently mm. that the game world is actually real and oh. that the inhabitants of the world they need you to save it from not from being a terrible video game and the way that you do that is kind of by reprogramming elements of the world and changing their uh, their attributes so that you can solve puzzles and move forward through that. That I, sounds cool. I didn't get a chance to, to play all of it. Yeah, you yeah. should you should definitely try it, Jesse. I think it'll be up your alley. It's very very meta, and I I was a bit confused by it because I do not have a mind for puzzle games at all, which is why I have not played The Witness yet because I've been told The Witness is the dark souls of puzzle games. Oh god. Uh, yeah, not my thing. Apparently, if you liked Mist and Riven and you were into those really old-school, obscure adventure games, those puzzle games, you will be into The Witness. But that was the I liked antithesis. those, but I wasn't good that's, at them. That's my, pro <laughs> that's my problem, is I love those games, 
And when I see the witness and I see how um, it looks beautiful, it looks yeah. amazing. Everyone says like it's really cool, but when I see like featuring 600 puzzles or whatever it says, I'm like, oh no, oh god, <laughs> I, too much, it's too no. much. It looks beautiful, and that's I just I love the way that it looks, but I cannot, in all good conscience, play that game because I know I'll be awful at it, and then people will shout at me because they <laughs> they know I don't want people to yell at me for being dumb. Yeah, <laughs> please don't, please don't. Uh, that's that's disclaimer. mean. <laughs> yeah, I, they know what happens. I used to have a series called WTF Am I Doing, and it would be <laughs> puzzle games. And I played, I think, The Ball and P Portal 2. And I think I was almost on iJustine level of bad when it came to mm. Portal 2. Wow. She still has that legendary video of her being bad at Portal 2. I think I might be worse. It's possible. <laughs> I'm, awful. So I'm awful! I'm awful! I've heard so many good things about The Witness. And I was like, literally, my friend was telling me about it today. Uh, but then as soon as you said it was the Dark Souls of puzzle games, like, it immediately made me not want to play it. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate that I put you off it, but, like, it really is. Like, uh, this is what people told me. I was talking to, uh, actually, the um, the old developer of Duke Nukem 3D. We talk a little bit on Facebook sometimes. Uh, George uh, George Broussard, I believe. I, if, I if I murdered your last name, I'm so sorry, George. I didn't mean to. But he was, he's been going on about The Witness for days. And I, I said to him, it's like, this looks great, but I don't know how to play it. And it's like, oh, watching your videos, you should not play this. This is the Dark Souls of Puzzle Games. You... You will hate it. You will absolutely hate it. Like apparently, it's like Talos principle, but even like more hard than that. I, I, re I read a tweet today uh, from a friend who was like, "I'm I'm four hours in. I already have graph paper and notes, and I don't know where to begin." Oh like, my oh, god! All right, great. <laughs> oh no! Graph paper and notes is what you need. Apparently. That is not the gaming experience that I pursue. <laughs> I, that, <laughs> I I get I go to games to get away from that sort of thing. I'm sorry, yeah. that's that's in, that's crazy. But it is really cool to see him finally come out with a new game. You know, because as much as I'm not a fan of puzzle platformers, you know, you can admire Braid for what it was. You know, mm. Braid was really cool and it was a nice twist on the sort of Mario idea. But The Witness to me seems like the kind of thing that I would not be able to handle. Mm definitely a bit of a shame but but i i wonder if it's going to end up kind of i don't know if you guys were paying attention when fez came out you know years and years ago oh yep i remember fez the interesting <laughs> thing about fez is not really the game itself but that he uh the developer hid a bunch of weird lore and stuff in the game that people were gradually figuring out and there was this sort of like online zeitgeist of people all trying to figure the game out and it was really right. cool to watch that happen i remember listening to the giant bomb cast and i believe you've been on with the giant bomb guys at some point austin oh, they're really yeah they're awesome they're they're really cool and every week on the show We'd hear firstly about one of the host's new baby, which was adorable. And then we'd hear about all their new theories about Fez because they'd been <laughs> playing the game and they discovered something new and they were like, what's happening? I, we, we, we think we figured out the real truth behind Fez. I think maybe The right. Witness is going to be like that. So uh, according to people in chat, there is still not a legit solution for Fez. Like people oh. apparently never figured the full thing out, uh, which is me. To me, that's... That's an amazing thing when that happens. Is it the community so, uh, like with uh, PT, how everybody's kind of figured stuff out? That yeah, stuff yeah, it's how they everyone really got into trying to figure out what what the secret was behind everything. It was yeah. very mm -hmm. much very much like that. That's cool. Uh, so and now no one can now. ever play wanna, it again, and that's fine. I don't want to ever. That's not a big problem. Thanks, Konami. Yeah. 
That's a dark Konami. time of my life. I, I, I was so looking forward to that. I still have that game. When they said it would never be, you'd never be able to download again, I downloaded that so quick. It mm-hmm. exists on my PlayStation, and it will always exist there Don't they make as it... a monument to what was. Haven't they made it so that you can't open it, though? Oh, I I can open it. Like, every once in a while, it's on my – every once in a while, it pops up, and it's like, hey, yo, you want to play? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I just want to own you. I don't want to ever play you again. I just want to own you. Is this going to be like so... Flappy Bird, where people start selling consoles with that pre-installed? Yeah, when they... Oh, God, that would, that would be terrible. You know what would be amazing? is if the guys that made PT saw this Konami thing coming, and in two years' time, something unlocks within PT that's basically mm-hmm. just giving them the giant middle finger to Konami. <laughs> that would be the best thing. Oh. Jesse will know if it does. I, know, I will never open that game again. Oh. <laughs> One time was enough. One time was enough. You got me. I'm still worried about, like, when it's like, dirt around. I, the other night I had, like, I was laying in bed, I was like, Mm-mm, still thinking about that. Even... Um, that, game, that game made me like not feel well. I played that was like. Mm-mm. You know right. what's weird though, and I know I've heard you say that a few times, but I watched the Scary Game Squad play that game, and I remember when you guys finished it, and you specifically were like, "Okay, now we have to play it again and get all the jump scares," and I was like, "Well, yeah, okay." <laughs> Well, when you're drunk with you friends, than me. it's a different story. When you're when, yeah. when you're alone at night, then you're like, nope, I ain't gonna do this. Yep. But yep. when you're when you're with three other guys and you've been drinking a lot and you're making a video, that courage comes on real quick. You're like, quit. <laughs> Let's go back, find it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I will never touch that. Never been a horror guy. Never will be a horror guy. Oh, not touching it. So I, I'm good. a coward. I am a stinking <laughs> coward. And I, it's that simple. I can't do it. My my wife loves horror, and yet for some reason I I hate it. And the the only thing that I kind of got over it for was Until Dawn last year. Until Dawn's amazing. So Best good. Game. Every one of us in here has played it. Loved it. Every yeah, that one was of my us like surprise it. hit of last year. That game came out of nowhere and blew me away. Wasn't so. it your top game of last year, Austin? Yeah, yeah. I just I played through it like seven times. I watched like five or six of my friends play through it entirely because like while it is the same story, it's just so interesting to see how the person decides to play it. Yeah. 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 It's been like, re- so good. It's been really intriguing to see the lifespan of that game on Twitch and on YouTube mm-hmm. because you think, oh, well, it's a very story driven game. So once you've watched it once, that's it. Right. But no, it's fun to watch people after you've played it and see if they make the same choices you do, say if they make the same mistakes. Yeah. And oh, well. And it's interesting because uh, no no spoilsies for mm-hmm. if anybody <laughs> wants to watch my Until Dawn playthrough. But there's a person who I got murdered and everybody was like, I've literally never seen this person get murdered this way. Like, I've never seen this specific death. So I think there's also that element where it's like people are constantly being surprised by the game yeah. without expecting it. Yeah, and you're, well, and you're, like, and you're awful at it. Dodger, you're, te- you're, you're really bad. Game. So bad. <laughs> it's, but it's it's less a horror game and more of like a teenager life simulator where you just need to like. It's a '90s slasher movie. It's Scream, yeah, basically. Totally, totally you know. Is. Yeah, and my my question that I always ask is like, okay, so uh, this isn't a spoiler because it's at the beginning of the story. So yeah. the girls die, and then they all come back the next year. Like, I would say that they're maybe like 16, 17. Like, whose parents? Let them go back to that place. Yeah, exactly. The next year. Exactly. Oh my what? god. 
Plots, so it already starts off hot for me. Like I'm already, I'm already in because I love bad horror movie plots. Yeah, because yeah. it's oh, like that. That is. makes no sense at all. It's like we should go down there. No, no, you, no, you should you not do that yep. thing. What are you yeah. doing? There's a character in the bathtub for fifty percent of the game, and then yeah. she spends the next twenty five in a towel. And you're like, this is perfect, dude. perfect game. I wanna, I wanna do an experiment. I wanna hold an event where what we do is we rent out a theater. And what we do, we use the theater screen to live stream someone who's never played the game before. We get everyone in the theater, and it's all a giant eight-hour experience of us all yelling at the screen like, no, don't go in that room, kind of thing. I think that would be a really fun social experience. You're onto something. And it needs to be, I the work. player needs to be someone who cannot handle stress. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's grandma. Oh, no. I don't want to be responsible for a real death. That's not okay. He has a heart attack halfway through. It's like, what have we done? <laughs> Standing ovation is what you get. People be like, yeah, people greatest like, oh performance ever. art. Brand new performance art. We've literally invented a new genre of performance art right there. But then check this out. So people that can't get into the event, you would have to record it. So then mm -hmm. eventually if you'd be watching the recording of the gameplay of the game. Of play. the gameplay. Yeah. And then what you That's do true. is you subtly change the recording. So people uh, like, did uh, I just see that? Like, I had yeah. little ghosts in there, just one frame, little things. Ghosts? <laughs> ghosts? Go just, yeah, just ghosts. ghosts. Out of nowhere, there's ghosts. It's like, did I see that? Was that a, was that a camera trick there? Yep. You know, ghosts. We we'll just have ghosts appear in the video. <laughs> yeah. Here, yep. pull a Fight Club. Pull a Fight Club and put like a split second of porn of in there. Of a wiener? Is that what you're saying? Just no. dicks all up in our <laughs> video. Yep. Yeah. Dude. How about it's we great. don't do that thing? But... <laughs> This, sure. is, this is why I don't do Let's Plays. I have terrible ideas. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, I'm just throwing it out and see what sticks. Yeah, it's just, you know, who knows? Like, oh, my God. Ghosts, dicks, whatever, you know. Yeah. Ghost dicks. Know. Similar. Ghost dicks. the same, right? Ghost dicks, maybe. Yeah. Pretty much. Ghost dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 There's no way that's not already a sci-fi B-movie waiting to happen. Like, just late night showing ghost dicks. And, and then the sequel, Ghost Dicks, The it. Revenge. And we never that's get to do a podcast again. That's the musical again. I'm going to end up writing. My educational yes. historical musical, <laughs> Ghost Dicks. <laughs> Our founding fathers and their ghost dicks. <laughs> yep. yep. That's what I'm going to... Sounds that's right. That's Sounds right. That's what this is all leading to. That's what it this is all... It could either actually be talking about dicks, or it could be following the ghost of those two guys from oh, the oh. Muppets who set up in the rafters. and Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Either I way, like you got, now you get a children's one as well. You're making double the money. Yeah, I'm exactly. not sure you have a family-friendly version. A, a children's musical called Ghost Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that JL and I mix, so I'm going to say I not have to do that. I'd rather not get put away for life, is what Holy I'm saying. Holy shit. Well, this is why we're having a roundtable discussion about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's important, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, we're yeah, the ideas committee. We're making sure that this gets executed in the most respectful way possible, yeah. you know? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, if, if WWE has not retracted their retweet already, they're going to after this segment. We're going to take a break, folks. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about the games we've been playing this week. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast with special guest Austin Creed. We'll be back after the break. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. We are talking video games with the one and only Austin Creed of Up, Up, Down, Down. And we've talked about a hell of a lot of them so far, honestly. That's probably more video games we've talked about in the first hour than we have in the last three podcasts put together. So we're doing well. We are doing well. I mean, it probably Immediate has... Immediate questioning. You think so? I think, I think it's mostly... 
because I haven't spent 45 minutes talking about a stupid Star Wars mobile game yet. So, you know, that that's probably helped a lot. Or is that where we're uh, going? Would is you that... like to do no. that? Is that, you is that your that? segue? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm Wait, gonna... what Star Wars game? Uh, Galaxy of Heroes. Uh, okay. It's a it's a battle RPG that is pay yeah. to win in every possible aspect. <laughs> it's like, and it, no, I will not. Don't worry, I will not talk about it. It's uh, it's become you can something if you about. Want. No, yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, no, if you, you, talk about it. you will judge me. You will judge me. I'm not. Uh, no, no judgment. No, the internet will do that for look, us. I'm having a chill week. Okay, I'm having a nice relaxed week. <laughs> I'm not gonna cause any problems. I'm gonna nice. just relax. It's gonna be great. Yeah, Chewbacca Roban. I do, you know. Uh, only, only the best for you, sir. Only the best. So. Well, Thank you, sir. I'm eating California fresh eating? almonds from Fat Uncle Farms, garlic Ooh. and herb flavored. Sponsorship. Well, they have garlic. I wish this was a sponsorship. What are you <laughs> no. doing? She, she does this all the time. It's like we could have got money from these guys. What are you doing? <laughs> um, I'm promoting I don't them. Think so. Well, I'm I think they're small enough that Red they're cup. not gonna pay hey! a Red cup. It's where you put things in. You don't want people to know that you're drinking. Seriously, <laughs> Mugs about pooping. For um, when you want your friends to think you're quirky. I'm real boring. <laughs> I'm just drinking Propel Kiwi Strawberry. So. They still make mm. Propel? Mm. It's, they, <laughs> they do. Apparently, I'm no, the one they keeping don't. them in he business. No, they just bought all the remaining <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a, a can of balls over here as well, I think, as well. We can drink that, you know? <laughs> It's it's like the it's the only sort of flavored water that I think like doesn't have a strong enough flavor to really make me hate it. So uh, okay. that that's kind of why they claim it's the workout water. I don't know why. Like it's like why Does it propels you to victory. It doesn't. Ah. It's like well, it has a little bit of vitamin C in it. That does not make it the workout water. Come on. I know it's so cute. It's so British. Bloody Americans with your <laughs> nonsense. Vitamin? Why? Where's Where's the why? Where's the why in that? It's a vitamin. Why? It's a vitamin. Vitamin. No, it's a vitamin. Call it P. It's a vitamin. But do you call pie P? No. It's got an E <laughs> after so it. It's pie, got pie pie. They love their meat peas. Their meat peas. Ah uh, yes. And... We do like meat and peas. I'll give you that. Oh everybody. That's... You should have some of my sweet meat pee. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's what happened the last time you went to England, Dodger, and you went to the pub with Sam. It's like, uh, yes, would you like to try our meat pee? Like that? No, I, I would actually not <laughs> no, like to do that, you. as it turns out. <laughs> if, we, if we could no, not do that, that would be great. Much. All right, just this once. <laughs> I've heard it's delicious. Tea. I'll try anything once. It's, it's nutritious and very sterile. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. We're going all Bear grills here on this show. Let's not... Oh, It'll help you survive in the wild, TV. It will. <laughs> can, can I talk about a That's game that you may have actually played and won't find horribly dull? Hmm? Darkest Dungeon. Oh, yes, let's talk about Dankest Dungeon. I, I take it by the blank look on your face. You have not played it yet, Austin. Uh, no. Okay. Oh my god, it's so good! Austin, right. you gotta play it. It's so fun. Alright, so let me let me pitch you on Darkest Dungeon. Honest, fun is a relative term. But... No, it's fun. It's, <laughs> it's really enjoyable. Fun. It's a little stressful. I'll, I'll give yes. you that, but okay, let, so let me pitch you on Darkest Dungeon. So, the idea is that you inexplicably end up owning the estate of somebody who unleashed untold horrors on the world and then died. And the estate is in ruins and everything like that. And you're tasked with kind of rebuilding it by recruiting adventurers to go into the surrounding dungeons in order to recover heirlooms and you know, items of your past that you can use to upgrade your town. So you send four dudes in from a, like, there's 14 character classes. They're really diverse. They're really awesome selection of characters. And the thing is that most dungeon crawlers uh, are not really 
They're not really that stressful. They're not kind of, oh, God, you're all going to get horribly murdered. This one is. <laughs> this is a very, uh, very Cthulhu, uh, or, uh, you know, very Lovecraftian, you know, in its style. It has a really cool aesthetic to it. And you go into the dungeons and you fight monsters and you try and survive till the end of the dungeon. But what's really cool is it's got a stress meter. So you've got health, but you also have stress. So as you go further into the dungeon, your guys start to get scared and worried about what's happening. And if scary things happen, their stress goes up. And if their stress goes too high, they start to lose their shit. Like, for instance, uh, one of the uh, debuffs you can get is called abusive. So the guy gets abusive and he starts insulting everyone in the party and tells them how (laughs) terrible they are. And that causes their stress to go up. And it all gets worse and worse and worse. And if they get too much stress, they can literally have a heart attack and die. It's crazy. It's um, it, it really, it's really tense, and uh, you know, you you try and keep your characters alive, but they're inevitably going to die. And you, of course, you can name your characters, so you name them after your friends, and then they get horribly eaten by ghouls. And it's it's so much fun to do because I love the the just the dungeon crawling aspect. Is um, there's uh, four of you, and there's up to four monsters, and where you are on the screen dictates which abilities you can use so there's guys who are really good at the back like archers and then there are guys who are really good at the front but there are abilities which can move you around and if you get surprised by a party of monsters everyone's uh positions shuffles gets oh. all messed up, yeah. yeah so there's a bit of strategy in it and it's super cool like it looks amazing it's got this awesome look that's kind of like a graphic novel you know like a dark gra- a dark comic yeah. and everything is just really kind of horror inspired and Every time you go into that dungeon, it's really intimidating and stressful. I, I love it's it to awesome. bits. It's so, so cool. It's yeah, on PC. Of, PC, okay. Yeah. One of the things that I really love about it is that every person that you hire on as a mercenary um, has different quirks. So depending on what sort of quirks they have, you can have positive and negative quirks. Um, they might get more stressed out by certain situations or less stressed out by certain situations. Uh, they might have quirks that make it so that they're really good in battle or quirks that make them way worse in battle, even though they should be really good. Uh, so, Dodgy, and then... your character that I have, um, uh-huh. I hate to tell you this, but one of your quirks is necromania. You are obsessed with corpses. Of course. So every time you walk by a corpse, I have to check it. You right? have to check it out. So you keep getting get diseases diseased. because you keep... <laughs> Digging through corpses and you won't stop. And it's like, oh, she has a new disease. And I'm like, God damn it. It's going to take me a lot of gold to fix your disease. Like, stop fiddling with corpses, Dodger. What's wrong with you? Um, I've pretty much left. So in my current game, no one has died. I've got almost everybody up to level three and no deaths. Um, but every single person has at least one disease. And it's like gotten to the point where I have to pick and choose. Like, is this disease actually that bad? <laughs> Yeah. Like, can I just, can I live with this? Half, maybe my, I half my active party has rabies. Like, they keep getting what bit. Kind of- rabies yeah, what- is kind of good, though, because it ups your damage. It does. <laughs> it actually does. It literally does. You heard it here first. And what was your question, Austin? <laughs> Sorry. What kind of diseases are there? So there's rabies. Rabies is one of them. Um, you can literally get the runs, like diarrhea, basically. Yeah, you can get diarrhea. Uh, there's a few made of like the red plague and all that there's, sort of thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a few people get with stuff, the plague. Can you get things from the whorehouse? Is that... You can definitely, if you visit there, you too actually much? can. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so in order to de-stress oh, your, it's a real thing. Yeah, it, he's not actually kidding. So, 
In order to de-stress your party members, in town you have various buildings that they can go to to kind of unwind. So, like, one of them is the chapel, so they can go to meditate, pray, okay. or they can go to, like, flagellate. And uh, some of the quirks that they get is, like... They go to flagellates? No, flagellate. Flagellate. Like, Flatulence. Yes. I was gonna say, you, 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 you're 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 working towards a PhD. You absolutely know that. Word. Come on. <laughs> you know. Flatulence. I was like, they just go to a fart house. Yeah, pretty much. That's all they do. Yeah, they just go and fart, and it's like, oh, this feels so much better. Just gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go fart house. Yep. So they go. To, they go to be flatulent in the chapel. Yep. That's what they do. They're very disrespectful right. like that. And, and and the other one is is the the pub basically the tavern. And in the tavern, you can go drink. You can go gamble. And you can go to the brothel. Mm. And it's possible if you go to the brothel, well, apparently they didn't wrap up their little soldier because they get they can catch a disease from the well, brothel. There's, can, there's also mechanics in it where it's wrap like... Wrap up your little soldier, your, kids. Well, not kids, some of your obviously. Characters People who are above the legal the age. Practice safe <laughs> Thanks, sex. Thanks, Thanks for that. Hey, kids. <laughs> don't... Yeah, don't be awful human beings. That's our Ooh. moral today. Austin's like, be I'm getting fired. <laughs> this is it. I'm done. <laughs> Practice no, like, safe sex, folks. Come on. When you go, when you, when you go to the different places, your character sometimes will not like. Maybe you have a character who just isn't religious, so he's like, "Why the hell would I want to go to the church?" Or you have a character who's like super religious, and like, "There's no way I'm going in the brothel." Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. gain those personality quirks. So the the yeah. I have a, a guy who's an abomination who will only flagellate to make himself feel better. Like he oh refuses to. Oh my god! Abominations else. are so hard to use because anybody who's religious refuses to. Yeah. So there's to fight with them. Yeah, there's one class in the game who's basically a werewolf who transforms from a regular form into a... It's, it's a, kind of like a weird goat, actually. He's more of a yeah. goat. And he's got two separate skill sets because he can transform. But the thing is, none of the religious classes will go in with him. They're like, nope, we won't work with this guy because he's and, unholy. And when you take him in, um, if he transforms... Everyone gets super stressed out. Yeah, every time he transforms, <laughs> everyone is like, fuck this. No, yeah, why like, are we fuck? even working with this guy? But the thing is, he's really powerful, so he's worth actually taking in. So yeah, the game's got so many little details and so many cool quirks, and it really has this kind of horror theme to it, even though it's basically an RPG about getting loot. So It's also super frustrating, so that's the thing. <laughs> it's so fun, though. Let me put it but... this way. If you're not a fan of these, you're not going to be a fan of of darkest dungeon there is dice rolling That's in true. this game you can miss plenty of r&d yeah are cool yeah i like it yeah one thing that i didn't know you could do in that game that i just found out is um when you're searching something that looks suspicious you can splash holy water on it and absolutely get something good from it yeah you can cleanse it so you'll find items in the dungeon called know. curios and you can choose to interact with them, but it's often a risk. Like, do I want to stick this hand into this tree trunk with spider webs? Oh, I got bitten by a spider, and now I have a disease. You know, but it's a kind of risk-reward thing, and you can use certain items. Like, you could put a bandage around your hand before you put your hand in, and that'll save you from the spider. You can use holy water to cleanse an unholy altar and all that kind of thing. So, If, um, if awesome. a small chest, not the ones with locks on them, but if a small chest could possibly be trapped, you can use a shovel on it and just break it open. Yeah, you can just smash it open with that. There's mm -hmm. some. Uh, you, there's a really cool one. There's a giant clam in the game. This yeah, huge clam. Uh, the, one of the dungeons is a cove, which is full of basically Cthulhu fishmen, essentially. You know, and one of the curious things in it is a giant clam, and you can shove. Uh, uh, you can use a, um, a shovel with it, and you shove the shovel in between the clam to stop it from closing and biting your hand off. 
and then you uh, and then you steal what's in it. It's really cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's worth playing if you can tolerate the whole. I might roll a bunch of really bad dice and BS, and then my character dies. You'll love it. If you can't tolerate that, which Jesse cannot, you will hate I'm it. I'm super salty. I'm the saltiest man who ever lived. I can't handle it. You can't handle it. Game. So you never play any tabletops? Oh, I, I I do, but I feel like I can persuade a DM to <laughs> help me out. He's, yeah. he's the lawyer player. Uh, just like, oh, but I mean, I have this ability, so technically I should be able to do this. She knows. I'm metagame hardcore. I, like, know, I'm like, know every rule, know everything that's happened the entire game. I have little notes. Like, actually, 20 minutes ago, this happened, so I can do this. Oh, yeah. This oh, is I'm why I never game. play pen and paper with you. I don't play D&D with you, Jesse. You'd be the worst. You are Because I want to win. I'm all about the narrative. You know, I, I used to play, uh, we did a show with uh, JP McDaniel at one point um, called Roleplay Dark Heresy, which was, we did pen and paper in the Warhammer 40,000 universe. And I'm a huge lore nerd for Warhammer 40k. So I decided to pick the character who would be the most pedantic possible. And all he does is correct everybody. And he's like, actually, (laughs) according to the sacred scrolls of of the Mars, uh, the tech priests of Mars, uh, in our holy forges, uh, praise be to the Omnisire, this is actually wrong. Uh, my guy would also not open a door unless he performed sacred rites to appease the lock. So, you oh. know. A few a few weeks ago, we did a Star Wars uh, stream where we were all characters from Star Wars. And you I was... D- and you dressed up as C-3PO. I was enjoying. You did. I, had, I, I was painting gold, had like the mask on. Okay, and all my abilities, I made it so I had no discernible skills except for every bit of knowledge. So I would just interject and be like, nope, actually, this is what it is. And just made stuff up. And... <laughs> That's how I play games, or, or I win no matter what. That's my favorite game. That's my favorite game to play. If you want to like be social, when... never play games with him. No. Oh, I don't like it Sonic. when the game I play is like, you rolled all ones. And I'm like, I can't cheat this, can I? It's you like, nope, because it's a video pure. game hater. I'm like, nope, I'm done. That's why I'm Wait, surprised that no. you still play Blood Bowl with us. Because, I mean, oh. Blood, Blood Bowl is all about that. And uh, we, the first season we played Blood Bowl, uh, have, you, have you heard of Blood Bowl, Austin? No, what's that? Okay, so imagine American football set in the Warhammer fantasy universe where you can kill people. So it's like Cyberball? Yes, to some degree. Uh, it's turn-based, yeah. so it's kind of more like a strategy game. But okay. you have a team of, like, ogres or goblins or something, and you, mm-hmm. can, you can cheat, you can foul people on purpose to try and injure them and kill them. And the thing is, in this game, if a player actually gets killed on the field or injured, it's permanent. Yeah. So you can lose your star player... But you can lose it in the worst way. He can, tr- you can try to run too far, slip over on the grass, and break your neck and die. <laughs> and that can There's happen so much... in the middle of a game. So Jesse has had that happen, and he was furious. It was. I've had it before the game started. Where like there's there's <laughs> random rolls before the like on kickoff, and the screen pops up, and it's like crowd is throwing rocks on the field and then it goes back to the game three of my players are dead like yeah what? it can happen there's nothing you can do it's the worst it's the worst game ever made oh <laughs> blood, bowl. blood bowl is the best to play if you're playing with friends who understand that the game is bs because yeah. there's yeah. a lot of laughs there if you play it on your own it's the worst game that has ever been designed by man it's <laughs> I, I, i'm not i'm not kidding because you can't yell at the ai like, yeah. the AI isn't going to be sympathetic when one of your players dies. That's not fun. Yeah. But if you play it across the table for, with a real person, it's fun because they, they, they get the sympathy, but they also get the schadenfreude of watching that happen to you. Yeah, you're watching you know? break down into nothing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of wonderful that way. It's also the most frustrating thing in the universe. <laughs> yeah. 
I think um, I I find Blood Bowl to be far more frustrating than Darkest Dungeon, but I think a a major part of that is that Blood Bowl is the very specific sort of strategy that I am not good at. Right. Or I'm yeah. just like I don't know what's the right thing to do here. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, you need to know what plays no to make because you've kind of kind of like American football. You know, you've got to set up your defense in the right way so that if someone gets American the ball, they football. can't just run past you. So you have to set up for tackles and protect the ball and everything. And it actually is right. kind of high level strategy. Um, and yeah, it, if you're bad at it, you can just hate it to death. <laughs> and I'm bad at it. I. I definitely hate that game. All right, what else have we been playing this week? Anyone got something? Uh, I, God, Sam and I have started, like, what, seven hardcore characters at this point? Diablo. Are you about to Diablo 3? And Jesus. still haven't, pl- haven't gotten to 70 without dying? Fuck. Season 5 is so good. Shout out to the devs for making... It's five so... seasons later, a great game. Like, if it wasn't, if it wasn't super fun... I wouldn't still be going, oh, you died? That's fine. I'll kill myself and then we'll start from one again. Like, it's still really fun to do that. It's just like, oh my God. I can't relate to you. I am the person that thinks that hardcore mode is the silliest thing in the universe. Why would you play when you can lose all of your progress? I don't have time for that. You don't lose all of your progress, though. Because once you once you come back in with, like, a fresh character, you still have all of your money. Everything yeah. is still leveled up. You still have everything that you left in your stash. So, like, if you get really good legendary weapons and you out-level them, you can always just put them in your stash. And then with your new character, be like, oh, I'm at the level where I can use that thing again. Okay. So, like, it doesn't... It's not like you're starting with literally nothing. I'm not convinced. I'm still not convinced. Yeah, because you still oh, have to work it. your way back up to being, being able to use it. So, like... yeah. I, I've but, never been hardcore Diablo. No, did you? No, there's something really yeah. fun about it for me. <laughs> that's because you have a, that's because you have a companion who's like, sure, dear, yes, dear, okay, dear. <laughs> and so you can always go back to it, and you'll always have someone to play with. You won't have a person who's like, I'm done. I quit forever. Yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> I you died, and <laughs> yeah, I'm not restarting a character because you're to... dumb. Yeah, screw uh, that. Uh, we got to 64. That's the furthest that we've gotten. When you say so what happened was we were playing on hard and then um, we couldn't upgrade anything anymore until we got death's breath and you can only get death's breath on master. So we were like, all right, let's bump up to master and we'll just go really slow. And then I got fucking sucked in. I'm a wizard. I got fucking sucked in, blinked out, got sucked in again and just died. And I was like, (gasps) it was so sad. So yeah, every time we've died, I it's admit, been when we've switched to master. I like watching people lose their hardcore characters on a stream. That is oh, fun sure. to me. I get a sick, perverted joy out of watching people lose a lot of hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make me a bad person? No, I yes. totally understand. I mean, yeah. as, a person, yes. as a person who on stream <laughs> lost a level 64 hardcore seasonal character, I I still understand and I don't think you're a terrible person. Oh, good. I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear it. I, it yeah. Interestingly enough, uh, I could link this into a game that I have been playing, which I can't talk too much about because I'm still under review embargo, but I can talk about the preview build which I played, which is the first two hours, which is XCOM 2. Oh, um, uh, yes. That is a game in which, of course, your characters can die from a single shot from an alien that just got lucky and blew your head off, and that character's dead forever. And I, I've been surprisingly lucky up to this point. Dodger, you're still alive. Jesse, you're yes. still alive. Uh, you I heard I got captured. You did. Very exciting. Yep. You did? Uh, you... <laughs> Very exciting. So really early on, you were part of our original squad. You went into a mission that was time limited. And it's like, we've got to get, uh, we've got to capture the data and then get out of here 
before the alien ships arrive. And mm-hmm. you were two squares away from reaching the evac zone. And you couldn't quite get there because apparently you just didn't do your cardio. You skipped leg day, obviously. <laughs> Again? And you were, you were, lost that. You were too slow. Yeah, you went, you went to sleep and you lost stats, just like Punch Club. There you go. It's, yeah. And you just didn't get there. So what happens is everyone that got out gets out, but everyone that doesn't gets captured by the aliens. And later on, you can get a chance to get them back because the resistance like, we found that guy. He's in prison right here. You can go break him out. So we went and broke you out and you're back in the squad now. Woo! I was never the same, though. I was ne- so many probings, TP. <laughs> so many probings. You did, you did look a little concerned when you came back let me put it out you looked you looked a little bit uncomfortable with walked what was a little going rough on. it was it was trouble yeah <laughs> i will i will never forget watching tv stream xcom one and being like oh, i'm one of the characters oh my gosh this is so fun instantly saw myself get shot through a wall and die and i was like fuck this game are you kidding me <laughs> like the second i tuned in i died and i was like boo <laughs> Just I, I will say you know again based on the preview build oh god 2k please don't sue me for breaking embargo i'm talking about the preview build there we go disclaimer out of the way the uh it, they've got a lot less of that whole this shot went through three walls in a window and somehow hit you from halfway across the map that's Thank kind God. of not there anymore if a shot hits you it makes there are occasionally shots that like will pass through a wall but they kind of blow a hole in it so it kind of makes sense like oh you shot him through a wall yeah because that's because you have a plasma rifle and it punches through that so that's right. cool so there's less of that bs going on which i like Thank a lot God. Uh, so, but you can you can still die. What I love about the game now is the customization. Is I spent hours customizing the characters to look like you guys. So Je- Jesse, Jesse, you now have a fedora because you just seem like the kind of guy that would. Perfect. Wow, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, Dodger, you know, I got your hair color exactly right and all that kind of thing. I could not give you a Bulma outfit. I'm sorry, but I tried That's my okay. best. Yeah, That's you're, okay. you're almost have... Dragon Ball. Okay. Do I have a sick gun at least? You have a pretty awesome gun that i can't talk about due to embargo reasons but trust me it's great (laughs) it's pretty awesome your 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 last gun so i don't know if you're gonna find this romantic or really weird and creepy stripping liked it so uh for uh, for the three people that don't know probably including austin uh dodger recently got engaged to another youtuber um congratulations uh called sam thorne also known as uh stripping for some reason don't ask he doesn't actually strip i don't know why because he's got the body for it but you never mind and I'm gonna steal what your man. What is happening right I'm, now? <laughs> I'm still I'm, Dodger. I'm stealing your man slowly He's but surely. Oh, what is? That's what's going on. Suddenly you find out. He's got the, <laughs> everyone could appreciate aesthetics, man. <laughs> Doesn't matter what your orientation is. Everyone can appreciate aesthetics. Although he got that, no body for it. He, <laughs> that mesh shirt, doing? though, man. What are you doing, man? That mesh shirt. I don't understand. I That's know. weird. It's still strange. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I thought it, I'm, I have them both in the game, and for some reason, it, as it just turns out, they regularly save each other. Like Dodger gets in a really bad situation because she's a ranger, so she's a close range character with a sword. So she gets in real deep and starts <laughs> killing everyone, and suddenly goes, "Oh god, I'm surrounded by aliens." Strippen's a sniper, so he's up on the roof and is like, "Don't worry, love, got this." Boom, boom, boom. And yeah. then in other situations, he'll be on a roof and suddenly a sectoid climbs up right behind him. It's like ah. So uh, you run up and kill them with the sword and save them. So I decided I'll name your weapons after each other. So you use the stripping and he uses the dodger. So you've been murdering each other with these custom weapons. It's uh, for some reason, I just spend hours customizing characters now in that game and getting nothing done. (laughs) Oh, maybe that's, yeah, never mind. A little weird. Is is that what you're going to say? A little strange? (laughs) Just a bit weird. 
That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> it's it's like The Sims. It's like The Sims where you put your friends in The Sims and then drown them in the pool. Or lock them in a room and set them on fire. It's the same thing. You know? but I just decided to design weapons named after them and give it to each of them. And now they they play with each other and it's great. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Question. So yeah. in the customizing things, you, can you customize like how their body looks, whether they're like skinny, whether they're fat? No, they're all they're all pretty much we're ex-mercenaries or ex-military and we're equipped to fight aliens. So okay. you, can't, you, can't, you can't be fat. I'm I was wondering how you made his body look. So. Real life X Sam's I mean, body. I put yeah. him. He wears no shirts. <laughs> always running into combat naked. That would be amazing. Just in underwear and knee pads. We actually put him in the most covering stuff we could because he's a pale bastard that never sees the sun. Thank so <laughs> we're like, we put him in a big hood and everything. It's like I'm from England. We don't know what the sun is. So that's <laughs> that's who nope, he is. Nope. Yeah, I, I dodge has this weird multicolored like wraith suit that lets her walk through walls which is pretty cool i think you know so that's sick. yeah but i need to be careful because i'm now straying into territory which yeah. i'm not allowed to talk about but yeah <laughs> xcom 2 is out i think in in a week uh my preview video is up as of last week so you can watch the preview build everything i've just discussed is from the preview build honest please don't sue me and yeah you'll be able to see my full thing later on it's a ton of fun love it to death so far really great yeah i feel like every time i talk to you it's, it's all like, XCOM, how, XCOM, how you XCOM. doing? By the way, XCOM. <laughs> well, I, sh I share screenshots of, of you guys' progress. It's like, oh yeah, you've got this gnarly scar now, you know, and you got shot in the fucking chest by a plasma gun. I'm sorry, I let that happen. You know? No! <laughs> you always end up in hospital all the time. It's like, you are gravely injured for the next month. Like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh man. What else have we been Speaking playing this week? Of, Speaking yeah, of, Speaking okay. of things that I couldn't talk about until today. Oh, okay. Um, I played the first uh, four, four and a half hours of Far Cry Primal last week. Oh, oh nice. So okay. how, the, how is Far Cry stabby with Wooden Spear Edition? The like, simplest thing that? I can tell you is right off the bat, if you played Far Cry 4 and you liked the Thanka parts where you're like, you're the dude with the bow and arrow, and yes. you're you have a pet that you summon, which was the best part of that game. Yes. If you're if you're that guy and you like that bit, that is what Primal is. It is you are a guy who is the Beastmaster, and you go around in the game, and instead of like in previous ones where you throw meat and it would distract the animals and then go attack people, this time you throw the meat and the animals start to eat it, and then you can like come up to them and sort of pet them and be like, it's okay, it's okay, and then the animal is now your pet, and you can collect every animal in the game. To be All one of, of your minions. Oh my god. So, can it's I have a woolly dope. mammoth as a pet? I don't know that I got that far. I know that I had, a, at one point, I had a leopard, a panther, a wolf. I had a bear. I had, uh, you get an owl that flies overhead so you can scout the map and look around overhead. Um, but there's a whole Wait, list. So, just, so, so no radio towers anymore? I'd have to cry, climb radio <laughs> towers? Here's the thing. There are no radio towers, but every once in a while there are camps where you have to light a torch, and the torch sets the camp on, like, it sets this giant tower on fire, and so you've claimed the area. Ubisoft, stop it. Every <laughs> so game, <laughs> every game. You put towers in your car game. There's towers in the crew. Like, yeah. why? What is your obsession with towers? I, I like it. your towers. I love that shit. I like you, their towers. You're a fan of the towers, Austin? I'm a fan of the towers, because it's, it's like a thing that I can go do, like an offshoot, and like, okay, I'm actually getting things done, and it's like not too hard. Are you yeah, much of an so Assassin's Creed player? Uh, the Syndicate, yes. The oh. other ones, like I wasn't into them, and I got okay. into Syndicate pretty good. I I have actually been told that Syndicate is a bit better than the previous stuff. Like yeah, they've actually improved quite a bit. 
That's what I people mean, are saying. There's, yeah. there's always like story in them, obviously, but I like this story the best because like it's the brother and sister and like their different personalities back and forth make it like really funny to me. And then they have different play styles, so like so that's really cool. You can go back and forth with that. But I think this it's the best one so far. Maybe I should give it a second chance because I, I think I've been bored with Assassin's Creed for a long time. I thought Assassin's Creed Four was great because of the pirate aspect of it. I yeah. like that a lot, but. <gasps> I played Unity and it was just a hot mess and 3 was a hot mess and Liberation it's like god the first time you've got a proper female assassin as your main character and you make put her in one of the worst games that you've made it's like damn it come on at least I'm glad they gave that a second shot with Syndicate and seemed like they've done it right this time uh, yeah, Dodger, Syndicate, yes. Syndicate is sick man cool. did you guys uh, see the article I think it was on Kotaku Kotaku if it wasn't you I'm sorry that I'm that I'm misattributing making. it, but never mind. You know, there's, there's yeah. no consequences for doing that. So yeah, continue. None. By all means, oh, it's okay. <laughs> um, there was an article on the internet um, on a major gaming website that said, "Turns out people want games about ships?" Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> oh yes, because there's a new game that came out called Tempest. I downloaded it, have yet to play it, but that thing is blowing up. And literally, yeah. the game is just you play as a ship on the ocean, open ocean, and you just fight other ships on the open ocean like that's the game okay <laughs> so, so is it like age of sail or is it like world of warships I, I, or you i know, couldn't like tell world you it, I, it's not world of warships i don't think it's i'm looking this up yeah i i, I downloaded it because i was like oh that looks interesting but i've yet to play it so i do not know yeah i'm reading it right now uh so it is a yeah it's age of sail you can play as a pirate. Oh, yeah, you are. You fly the Jolly Roger. You are ready to roam the seas, take on merchant ships loaded with booty. Yeah. And oh, we do love the booty. booty. And uh, storm formidable fortresses. This actually looks oh. right up my alley. There's, you know, there's actually a surprising lack of games where you get to play as a pirate. That, that wasn't That's... what I was talking about. Age, this one, the game I was talking about <laughs> called Tempest. That is Tempest. When you search. What? That is Tempest. What? That's, that is oh, Tempest. Oh, I thought you said Age of Sails, the game you No! Did. No, I'm saying oh. the the age. Of, you're you have a masters in history, and you don't know what the age of sail is. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a game. I did too. I did, I did too. You have a masters oh. in history. Look, you described it poorly. That's on you, not me. <laughs> Screw you. Everyone knows what the age of sail was. I don't. Yeah. God, uh, 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 did I just make that up? Like, am I actually I so. wrong? I could be I wrong. Think you did. I right. think you did. Age of sail right. is a thing. No, it's Google will solve will solve this. Age of Sail, Wikipedia. The Age of Sail was a period roughly corresponding to the early modern period in which international trade and naval warfare were dominated by sailing ships lasting That's from like the 16th to mid 19th century. That's yeah. too British for us. 300 yeah, years! No. It was we 300 this... years! That was real! Yeah. You guys made well... me feel like an idiot for a second. <laughs> Damn it! We didn't do anything! Did, no. we didn't do a thing. Jesse Cox it is a history major! You did it all. That's a you thing. Um, I thought the article was so funny, though, because, like, Ever since Assassin's Creed came out, Assassin's Creed 4, and everybody was like, oh my god, the best part of this is the ships. Everybody's been like, when are they going to make a game where you're just a pirate with a ship? And now suddenly articles are coming out going, I guess people want ships in games. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Everyone wants to be a pirate. You kidding me? That's awesome. There's actually been so few pirate games. I still think the best pirate game that was ever made is Sid Meier's Pirates. Like, old school game. And the remake was good too. I love that they had a very um, kind of Disney theme to it, very kind of swashbuckling. They, the animations on the sword fights were really cool, and you could like you could swing from the yard arm and uh, kick someone in the face or throw a barrel at them, and that was awesome. But there's so few games that actually do 
piracy well and now it was like oh god people like pirates okay because there's another one i think called naval warfare which is just a straight up yeah. age that of sail right. you are that. a boat you shoot other boats game i'm surprised there's not a ninjas versus pirates game I think there is, but it's not is. anywhere near. I think it's a stick ni- figure game, right? Yeah, I think it's anywhere, not anywhere uh, near it, as good like, as what you hope. Could there be like a Japanese setting where there are like Japanese pirates oh, fighting ninjas? Because that's, it, but it's like, you know, badass and not stick <laughs> figures. Yeah, that's, a, that's what I want. The not stick figures. Yeah, I mean, the not stick figure, well, the badass version. You want a real one? Yeah. I mean, what's the? I mean, if you played uh, Chivalry Deadliest Warrior, you could do Pirates versus Ninjas. There was a pirate class and a ninja class. We played that. Oh, that was kind of oh neat. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, so there is a Ninja versus Pirate game, okay. but it looks like it's entirely made up of characters from Naruto and One Piece. Of course. Of course it is. But I don't think legally. <laughs> it, I was gonna say, this is a flash game, right? This, this is, is not... a flash game, and I'm pretty positive this is not legal. Oh my god, there's Prince of Tennis characters. What? Holy love... shit! Me too. So good. What the fuck? Mada, mada, I'm so confused. Yeah, it's called Ninja vs. Pirate. <laughs> what the fuck? Jeez. I've never seen you this excited about anything. It doesn't make any sense. How have they not been sued? There's no way that they got the rights to all of these games. Well, it's because it's just a, like an online flash yeah. game. People just don't really care, you know, about that for the most part. She's very upset about it. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. so uh, Far yes. Cry Primal. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, when you say you have all these animals, do they coexist? Like the cougars and the jaguars and wolves don't well, fight? Well, you summon one at a time. So, okay. so like... You can, and they, they jump out and they help you. And then, like, in the game, there's a pet mechanic. You can pet them and you can feed them. And they hunt with you. So if you remember the Thanka part where you could control the tiger and you jump out and attack guys, same mechanic. So a lot of what I did is I would use the panther, wait till night, and then sneak around in the bushes and kill dudes with mm. the panther because it was awesome. They couldn't see anything. Um, but the basic mechanic of the game is you are this, this caveman dude and you're... You, you discover other people of your tribe, and as the game goes on, you get more people to join your tribe. And so you have, like, a tribe counter, and then you get special characters. So you meet this woman at the very beginning, then you meet a um, – and she's, like, a total badass. Uh, and then you meet um, a shaman, and you meet various people who give you different things. And the shaman sends you on different vision quests, and crazy stuff happens. But what this game does, it's – Great. It's so wonderful for a person like me who must pick up everything on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, the people in your village start going out and doing the stuff for you. So every night you can come back and collect all the stuff they've looted throughout the day. What? That's awesome. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the other, the, the enemy tribe, and I can't remember who they are, they come after your village. So they attack you. So you have to have fences and walls and stuff built and have people like ready to fight. And so it, it, there's times where you have to defend your base. There's, uh, it's, it's, I, I love it. I love this game. And I have not really loved a Far Cry game in a while. So I'm like super excited that this is like, it's, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I don't know, like if past four hours, it remains to be fun, (laughs) but the fun that I had was, it was great. I made yeah, I made a badass tribe and we just started wrecking people and the weapons you have, they're only, I could only see four weapons. Uh, you have a club that you can then light on fire and use as a torch. And then the, eventually it burns out the clubs. So you have to get rid of it and make a new one. 
Okay. Um, you get a spear, which then you can upgrade the spear to like have teeth on the end of it and all sorts of crazy stuff. You have your bow and arrow, and then what's the other one? You have like various bombs. Like you can chuck bees, like a hornet's nest. Bees? People to, I can throw bees at people? Bees? You can throw bees, bees at people. Oh, perfect. Yes. Perfect. And it Sold. makes them go crazy, and they're like, ah, oh. and they run around. Any, one of the, I, I'll one say, of the tribe... here's one consistent thing about video games. Any game that allows you to attack with bees is a good video game. Can you name a bad video game that allowed you to attack with bees? Mm. I can't name a game that lets me attack with bees. <laughs> Bioshock? Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can tell bees. Yeah, uh, uh, Black Ops 3 lets you attack with cyber bees, which is cyber even bees. better. They're really good, too. Uh, is there a Simpsons game where you can attack with bees? I believe there oh, is. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the arcade games, I think. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition let you attack with bees. Um, That's right. Sarah would throw bees at people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. Smite lets you attack with bees. There's a, there's a literal bee god. The god of bees is in Smite. You can play as the god of bees. Uh, <laughs> didn't Shadow of Mordor have that? Yeah, you could attack with bees in Shadow of Mordor. Uh, Half-Life. There was I, a think bee were, gun. I think they were like Morgoth flies, but they're the same thing. Oh, really. I missed out on all of this bee action. Magicka had bees. Uh, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 3? Couldn't you attack with bees? I'm pretty I sure bees you... attacked you. <laughs> no, you, 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 you could attack with bees in that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm even being told that Bladen's Soul actually has a character that can attack with bees. Hmm. In Guild Wars 2, apparently you can just throw bees at people. See, you haven't come up with a single b bad game that allowed you to attack with bees. Not I'm, one. I'm looking right now. Uh, didn't I'm you right. dislike Dragon Age Inquisition, TB? Uh, yes, but I wouldn't call it a bad game. i just call it a boring okay. game. Okay. Like, it was just... It was too much of, this is an MMO but single player, and I'm working way too hard for way too little. That was my problem with Dragon Age Inquisition. It was like, it was way too padded. All the quests yeah. were boring outside of the main story stuff. There's, there's bees in Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing's like good. Crossing. Yeah. Uh, there's the, the fly swatting game Mario Paint. Which yep, is still Mario good. Paint's good. Yeah. yeah. Flies are like bee cousins. So They're kind of like bees. Yeah, yeah. Much. <laughs> uh, Get Out of Hell, I think, had bees in it. That was good. <laughs> There's like an actual game where you're. Oh, what's the game? I don't. It doesn't have to say the name. The game where you're the glove in N60 Glover. Glover, yeah. Glover was good. Got bees. Oh man, Glover. We well, still haven't found a bad game that lets you attack oh. with bees. Something coming up next. Um, what is this? I don't think this there is one. Actually, you're an actual bee fighting oh. other bees in the hive. That's probably bad. That's probably the bad one, isn't it? The one that actually lets you play as a bee is the bad bee game. Buck oh yeah. Bumble. Oh, Buck, Buck Bumble! I, oh my god, there's a blast from the past. Holy crap. I remember I would Buck Bumble. The that was actually a good game, game though. Was probably bad. Oh, please don't tell me they made a B-movie game. They probably did. Did they? Oh, they had dear. to. That was a Seinfeld was in that movie. I think Chris Rock was in that too. They made a game out of that. Oh, that exists Buck somewhere. Buck Bumble, man. <laughs> no, Buck Bumble was legit. It was on N64. That was a good game. Like, yeah. So that's my conclusion. I now This is now video game lore. This, uh, I'm putting this down. I'm going to uh, carve this into stone. There exists no bad video game in which you can attack this, with bees. I feel like somewhere the guy who made tunagaming.com now has a new mission. <laughs> Beegaming.com. Yeah. So, happen, oh, my so, God. Tuna gaming. <laughs> I forgot about that. Austin's Holy like, shit. what the hell? So I actually would not recommend that you fight, look for tuna gaming. But at one point... For some reason, we, we tried to come up with as many games as possible that had a tuna fish in it. Oh. In some way. Um, one of, I think the first one I came up with was uh, Power Stone 2. 
in which a frozen okay. tuna is an unlockable weapon. Yep. And then and then someone started a website called tunagaming.com with an attempt to catalog every game in which a fish was used as a weapon. Ooh. And it turns out there's actually quite a few of them. <laughs> Surprisingly. There, did they make a tick video game? The cartoon the tick? Of the, of the tick? Um, yeah. Hmm. I don't I think so. Like they would have fish in that game because in one episode they went to the dimension where uh, there were just midgets beating people with fish. Yep, in 1994, on the Sega Genesis Mega Drive, and also on the Super Nintendo, uh, the tick was, was a side-scrolling beat 'em up by Software Creations. There's got to be fish in that game. There's probably fish in that game. It apparently was terrible, but there's probably uh. still fish in it. <laughs> oh man, it, it definitely does look terrible. It does look pretty bad. <laughs> that, that that is very true. <laughs> But yes, bees. No, what can I say? Every game that lets you tackle bees is good. So say we all. That's a thing now. I'm gonna I'm gonna search now. Yep, that is now a thing. If you can find a, a video game that is bad that lets you attack with bees, then I want to know and about really, it. Really, it's good. Is what we're saying is it's not bad at all. It's phenomenal. You just have poor taste. Yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is you're wrong. Basically, yeah, you're flat you're wrong. out wrong. Oh man. Alright, uh, do we have anything else that we've been playing this week? Otherwise, we'll pop to a break and then we'll talk about the news, what there is of it. Anyone else want to throw a hat in the ring? Nothing new. Oh, wait! Ooh, I did play okay. Churchill's Solitaire. What? Oh! Wait, what? Yeah, okay, so uh, here's a quick what is that? explanation. This will be very quick. Yeah, okay. a quick explanation of the backstory of this game. So, Dom Donald Rumsfeld, yes, that one, as in, I am in... Yeah, he's not, so he's 93? Isn't he? Uh, how old is Donald Rumsfeld? 83. 83. He 83. has an article yeah. from three years ago. At 83, I decided to develop an app. Yes, what? he developed a video game recently. Okay. He And he did it by dictaphone. He literally dictated the game oh. to the game designers and then gave feedback on the game. And there's like there's some actual like uh, transcripts of some of these things. Donald Rumsfeld, yeah, 83-year-old Donald Rumsfeld is talking about how buggy his game is and how he's bothered by that. Via yeah, a it's, dictaphone. It's awesome. Yeah. And telling what? them that they need to stop getting artsy with it. Yeah. <laughs> so it it's apparently like artsy. It's apparently Not based a on a game that was actually taught to him by Winston Churchill. And it mm -hmm. was and Churchill saw, said, This will this will get your mind going. This will make you better at like It'll make you better at strategy. Strategy. What he you know, uh, in the wars and everything. So he developed a game called Churchill Solitaire, which is on iOS, and you played a bit of it by the looks of it. How how is it? It is the most difficult solitaire I've ever played in my life. When I was looking at the rules, I was like, oh, it's just fucking solitaire. Okay. When you play it, you're like, what the shit? So there's a campaign mode and then there's like a randomized mode. Um, they let you download the game for free, but you have to pay $4.99 in order to actually like really play the game, which okay. kind of sucks. So just so everybody knows. All right. um, but yeah, campaign mode is really interesting because they give you... They give you a deck that they've created, like a setup for this game that has one way to win it. And so I have yet to actually win any campaign games because they can only have be won. Have you won a single game of this game in any way at yeah. all yes. yet? Yes. You have won like, one. Okay. When it just like randomizes a deck for you, like it would be if you were to like be playing it just on your own. Um, I have been able to beat it that way. But in, in the campaign mode where they're like there's one way to beat this game lol it's so hard it's the most difficult solitaire in the world so yeah um it is fun though i sat and played that for a long time last night um and the app itself like the ui of it is really nice 
So it's just, it just amazes me that in 2016 we have finally got the thing <laughs> we've been looking for in gaming: a game developed by Donald Rumsfeld. Right. I just want more super old people who once were in places of power to make games. Like that's all I want. It's just I, I, it's such an I interesting new I perspective. Right? I want it. I don't want that. <laughs> you don't want to try it out? Oh, no. I just don't want people in power to have the ability to develop games. I feel like that's, that's <laughs> eventually they're going to use it against us. I don't know how. I, I feel like we're missing out, on, against us. missing out on a huge genre right there. Yeah, I think so. You know, but basically like propaganda games for like a particular political leaning. Yeah. I don't, nope. I don't want that. <laughs> oh, no. It's a... I, I could make some jokes, but I'm not going to get political. Nope, nope, nope. Absolutely yeah. not. Chat, chat's down. doing it for you. Chat's already yep. on it. We're not they reading those. We're going to a break so we don't get Austin in trouble. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to talk about the news and then releases, and then we're going to tell you all about what's coming up for us in the next few weeks. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the final 40 or so minutes of the Co-Optional Podcast. We're going to be going into the news, what there is of it. First things first, something that uh, I think Austin will be very excited about, and I am too. Finally, we have confirmation that Platinum Games is the guy. They are the guys making the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game, Mutants mm -hmm. in Manhattan. They just confirmed that. They released a gameplay trailer. It looks fucking great. Yeah. Real excited. Real excited. I've, uh, when I heard that the game was coming out, sometimes I'll either immerse myself in like trailers and reviews and all this stuff. And then other times, I just can't complete radio silence and just wait until the game drops. So I have no thoughts in my mind about it. And I've been silent with this one, so I know nothing about it. Yeah, it's... Do you want... What, no, should, yeah, I, sure, should I not tell you then? <laughs> no, you can talk about it. You can talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> well, what excites me about this is that the, the guys who made it are one of my favorite developers. They made Bayonetta, which is an awesome game. They mm -hmm. made the recent Transformers game last year, which was really, really good. And they have they they made Vanquish and a couple of other titles like that. I really like them a lot, and I think that giving them the license was the absolute right choice. It's got this really awesome cartoony graphic style. You know, uh, it's definitely a bit cel shaded, so it it looks like more like the cartoon than the movie. And when it comes to fighting systems, Platinum Games is like top tier. They make the best games with the best fighting systems that are the most in-depth and flashy and really fun. And that's the exact thing that you want with a TMNT game. And it also looks like they have like uh, combo moves where all four of the turtles kind of do a move at the same time. Yeah. Which seems really cool. Yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of enemies. They're, they're... That's a shark man. I don't know who that is, but that man is a shark. All I need to know that Bebop and Rocksteady are in this game. I think they and are. So thus it is a good game. That's all yeah. I need to know. Fact. That's all I need Fact. to know. Um, yeah, the style of it is very uh, telltale, like the way that telltale that, has been it has doing. Kind of like yeah, what is that art style? The art know, style, cell shade. I call it cell shade. Cell shade comic yeah, book, graphic novel kind of look. It's, it's interesting because like I heard this theory that when Eastman and Laird made Ninja Turtles like back in the day, they're like, oh, our thing is well. They're like badass, grungy, but they're like, no, no, let's make them kid friendly, and then we'll bring them back to being badass when those kids are older, so we'll make double the money. When they right. made so much money first time around, they never really brought it back to that like grungy kind of feel and look. Well, and I really like how these like more recent comics and uh, like so this game, it's like yes, it's still still like cartoony and childish and stuff, but like it sounds like it's still got like a little grunge in it, you know. So, somewhere, yeah. yeah, somewhere I still have a the comic 
arc that was all it was Ninja Turtles all black and white set in Japan. Yeah, and it was super adult. Like, mm, I got like as a kid, I was like, whoa. Yeah. So it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I like that that something like like that exists, and I like that there's a little hope that we're gonna see more like adult action oriented turtles with a platinum games. Yeah. Game. Did you see uh, Turtles Forever, the movie they came out with? I don't think so. No, so what was that? It was in between the most recent animated movie and then this Michael Bay crap oh. one. Oh, mm. so, no, I haven't seen that then. Which I refuse to watch these current Ninja Turtles movies because I, I can't. I can't. First off, the first <laughs> one. Yeah, the first one was I'm not going to ruin it for myself. But the first no. one was awful, but I saw the trailer for the next one, and this is why I hate Michael Bay because it's basically like, all right, look. We goofed on that first one. It was terrible. But everything you wanted is now in the second one. I'm like, okay. No, but you. it's not. Like, yeah. it's only it's only there because Bebop and Rocksteady are in it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I want that. But everything else about it, it's like, okay, the writing is awful. Like, every of line. Of course if, it is. It's if those be are awful. the best jokes yes. you've got and you put them in the trailer, that sucks. It's also like, hey, Michael Bay's continued obsession with that woman whose name escapes me, uh, the actress. Megan what's Fox? her name? Yes, Megan Fox. Continues. Adam Fox. Why is Megan Fox in the too, movie? Whatever. The thing Why? is with her, and I have never met her. I don't dislike her. I don't know like anything about her. No, I don't dislike her either. But, like, but she's she's super hot, right? Super yeah, of course. Hot. Yeah, yeah. But like April O'Neil, no, it's not no, her. No, she's April, not April O'Neil. Like, like yeah, girl next door. Like I I just want to be a good reporter, and like she's that kind of girl who's like hot but doesn't realize that she's hot. She's like, she's like she's like a Topanga, you know? She doesn't <laughs> flaunt how hot she is. Right. Is that no, an anime Topanga? reference? Did I just miss no, that? No, what? Boy meets what? world. Get out of here. Go back. To I'm English. I, we never. Oh. We barely got boy oh meets world. God. I never no. watched it. Oh my god. Nope. I can't believe this. Nope. That's an American thing, man. We, this we, podcast right now. You don't know who Topanga is. I know uh, we got we got some we got some re, we got some reruns, but we never really watched it. Boy meets world wasn't a thing in the UK. Wow. Whew, it was wow. a big old thing here. Wow. Oh my god. The chat is now very upset that I don't know that. Eastenders. You know Sean Who? Uh, from EastEnders. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't watch EastEnders because I'm not se- 75 years old. But oh, that, yeah. I'm not 75. Uh, I watch EastEnders every day. That amazes me. <laughs> a, a British... I uh, love Austin. He's <laughs> like my new favorite Are British soap operas a thing that people watch in the US? Is that a thing? I put it on the internet every day and I watch it. Really? It. Yes. Wow. I I am really... Su- is this... is. I mean, is this all the thing why you like guys like Downton Abbey? Is that is that the oh, same? I can't stand Downton Abbey. Okay, okay. I can't stand Downton Abbey. I can't stand Corey Street. But EastEnders is my is my jam. That BBC my America, God. man. Wow. You don't even appreciate oh. how much we love that. Yeah, see, I, and, you, and you're saying you don't know Topanga because you're British. We know all your stuff. But anyway, you don't take, know all take, our stuff. Take, take all of hottest, it, TB. Everything. British woman you could find, and then. Make her even hotter. That's Topanga. You you thought uh-huh. you you guys think that we only make four TV shows: Top Gear, Doctor Who, Downton Abbey, and the Great British Baking Show. Those no, are the you have Great the British Baking Show, travels. best show ever. You mean? Yeah. Got the one with the travels. What? Which one? The comedian that travels. Oh, oh God. Oh, um, oh, Idiot Abroad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got Idiot five Abroad's shows. Great. Yeah. Oh, I, I was thinking of a different one. Head, um, head Michael like Palin. Yeah, Michael Palin did that a long time ago. And you guys made the bad version of The Office. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I was sorry. The, 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 I think you mean the, the, the better version of The Office. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the less, the, you have, you also have Gordon Ramsay's less angry twin over there, I think. Yeah. We do. I think you have yes. him too. Yeah, he <laughs> plays it up for the US audience because apparently you guys like that. Uh, but he's, he's a bit calmer now. 
Uh, in, we, on like, the UK. we like our idiot sandwiches. We don't prefer this one. We love people. our idiot sandwiches. No. Uh, yeah, we see train wreck. You know, like, weirdly like enough, people, you like to see people lose their characters in Diablo. We like to see that happen to people in real life. Right. Yeah. Okay. False I, grace is huge over America. here. America. There, there was there was a there was a period of time in which uh, in Britain we were really into being super mean to everybody. You know, and that was the time when the weakest link with Anne Robinson was a mm -hmm. huge thing. I think we've kind of got out of that phase. Well, you guys Probably, have like I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Still, where it's like we're gonna put this celebrity in a jungle. <laughs> Naked with a lighter. Uh, and they're like, I'm famous. I shouldn't be here. It's like, you agreed to this. What happened? Didn't the, um, the game show The Beast, didn't that start in England? The Beast? I've never heard of that one. What is that? Wait. British game shows are great. I'm a fan of The Cube, where they stick mm. you in a box and you have to complete tasks for money. Yep. Big fan of the, that one. According, according to this, <laughs> The Beast is an American night. crime drama with Patrick Swayze in it. It's called the, sorry, it's called the chase, not the beast. That is the, entirely different. Why would I know, you say but the that? Dude, the dude in the chase is called the beast because uh, it's a like British team. game show. Yeah, I see it. Uh, yeah, yeah it, yes, we did. Uh, we are as a country. We used to, of course, own an empire. Now we own an empire <laughs> right. of exporting game shows. That's mm -hmm. our biggest export. We export game shows to the rest of the world. We invented things like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Um, we invented uh, the weakest link and all that other stuff, and we export. And the chase apparently is another one. All um, the all the got talents and the stars and yeah, all that crap. X Factor. Yeah. yeah. What's, we the, invented... what's the one with the jingle when you uh, don't when you run out of time? Countdown. Did it. Did it. Did it. Bow. Yeah. That. I think I might have PTSD from that because that. It's it's that and the Sonic Two drowning theme. <laughs> yeah, those are the two things from my childhood that give me horrible flashbacks and nervous oh, sweats. Yeah. The countdown will, theme and that. I will give I have... credit. They test out games I've like game shows that should not exist. There was one where you sit in a chair, and if you get a question wrong, it moves you back. And so eventually, it flips you over into a pit, and you vanish. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real show that existed. And I I watched it. Was like. What is this? We had a we had a lot of Give kids money. game. I mean, we we have a different brands of game shows. Like the the comedy kind of panel game show is something we do a lot of. Like never mind the buzzcocks and shooting stars and QI and things like yeah. that. Uh, uh, we we do a lot of that. Big end of, big fat end of the year quiz. Yeah, oh, uh, so good. And there's all sorts of stuff like that. But what we also do is we do kids game shows, which usually involve dumping kids into a vat of what appears to be acid. Like it's oh. a very two faced thing. That's I'm a very sure Nickelodeon not, thing. It yeah. is very Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's like. You get dumped into the goop, or you get the goop dropped on your head if you screw up. You know, we did a lot of those. That's intense. You you've took me to a, taken me to a dark place with the Sonic the Hedgehog two thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there was a time in my life where I didn't realize that like reality and video games, whatever, like were different things. And uh, so Sonic being underwater, how do you get like more time under there? You got to breathe the bubbles out of the ground. Yep. So like, I'm at the pool one day, and like, oh. I need to like breathe some bubbles, so I just like went to breathe and didn't breathe, obviously. Oh and my then god! Took some water and realized, oh, this is not real. Oh my god! Oh Rough Jesus! Game. Sonic well, Two responsible for almost drowning people. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sonic. Had that imagination, but Sonic's my dude, so it's okay. Sorry, yeah. moving on. He was anyway. Like, let's be I honest. Like, he's not aged well. Drowning. Yeah. <laughs> Well, technically, Tails is more of my guy. I'm I'm more into sidekicks yeah. than heroes because heroes are usually dicks, you know. 
I, so I always like, wanted to just be, and you know, I wanted to play Tails as my uh, when we played the the two player versus. I think in Sonic Two, which was let's be honest, awful. But yeah. I always used to play, want to play as Tails. Uh, He's the man. Yeah. When Sonic and Knuckles stuff. came out, I was so excited. And I was like, I get to play as Knuckles. This is oh, the best yeah. day of my life. Well, and it <laughs> broke the game. Like it was, it was overpowered. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, Fuck. every single obstacle, climb, glide. Yeah. It's like okay. And, uh, it was Did great. You guys have the deal with Sonic and Knuckles where you put a random game on top of it and then ABC start and do the bonus stages. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> old so much there was some crazy innovative old tech. Like those cartridges that went into other cartridges where the expansion yeah. pack was a literal physical thing. Oh, wait, do I have it over here? Um is it right here? Are we about to be out nerded? I think we're about to Maybe. be out nerded. Just Continue as you were. Give no me problem. Second. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yes. let's talk about Shadow being the best character, right, guys? Uh, Shadow. Shadow. Shadow the Shadow the Edgehog. I think Shadow. Is the Shadow best character. No love for Mecha Sonic anymore. <laughs> and his heyday hey, in the Metal Sonic books. kicked ass, man. I was I was all in on Metal Sonic. I wanted to like, oh, can you, when I was a kid, it's like, can you unlock Metal Sonic as a playable character? And he was a fun boss fight too, because like a lot of the boss fights are like, ha ha, I am Robotnik. This is my latest machine, and right. silly things happen. But I'm big and fat, and that's like Metal Sonic. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like I, I have razor blades on my back. Like there's, yeah. there's almost no safe place for you. You you land on me. You got no rings on Death Egg. You're dead. You're just what about, dead. Uh, we all fans of Big the Cat. Are we? Can we admit that? <laughs> oh god. We we introduced a new character to Sonic whose sole role was to fish. Why is there fishing in a Sonic game? Why did that even happen? You're gonna admit that 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 Big is great. I don't have, but I was looking. I have my 32x is in this room somewhere. Oh my god, the the big mushroom. Yeah, yes. that Sorry. thing. Uh, were you guys just taking a dump on Big? Because that's not. No, a big... I said Big the cat. Big the cat, thing. not Big E. Okay. Big the cat. No, 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 no. Big the cat. That's what. Big I'm the cat. Yes, we were taking a dump on the Big the cat. Will you? Will you come Hi. to his defense? I love Big. Why? He's the man because of this. Oh, here we go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, his camera just froze. We don't know what's what? happening. I froze. His camera no, froze. I, you're, see, I can see it. Yeah, you'll do It'll probably clear up in a minute. Yeah, I, but no, whatever you're about. Whatever you lost his internet. I, I can hear you. No, no, Jesse, don't lie. Why is this happening? I don't know. It's uh, it's probably we Skype. Lost TV. What do you mean here. you lost me? I'm here. Oh God. Ah. Uh, okay, I'm still here, guys. I'm trying to fix the call. We'll be right back. Oh hell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. That's uh, what we call in the industry a false finish. Uh, there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, we... Never I don't happened know. to him before, guys. He doesn't know what happened there. These, but, guy, uh, these guys said uh, while they were on the call, while I was fixing my internet, that they knew exactly what I'd say as soon as I got back on the call, and they were completely, <laughs> totally right. I pay you, Time Warner, a shit ton of money for this not to happen, you twats. Holy crap. Okay, where were we? Where were Big we? Big the cat. And why Big the cat. Yes, your defense cat. of Big the cat. But I'm nervous to show the VMU now, because when I showed the VMU, that's when everything went down. Like, Sega made, is made the not. They are on, they're on a Dream, conference call right now. Nice. Like, Dreamcast style-up internet was more reliable than Time Warner Cable. Dude, Don't which we, I still have the keyboard for my Dreamcast as well. As do I. Yeah, I, it, was, it was a lifesaver. Typing with that thing, yeah, it was great. Ah, the VMU. I used to take my Cheo to school. Yes, and you train them. Yeah. The kids that don't know, this is like the original Sega Game Boy, and you always knew which one was yours because you put something on the back of it, and here's a sticker on mine. So when we play at school, Aww. I know don't steal my VMU, don't steal my chows because I'm going to race yep. them, I'm going to hurt you. 
Um, <laughs> it was such an interesting, innovative piece of technology because that is a memory card. It was unfortunately a very expensive memory card. That was the main problem with them initially was before the uh, third-party guy started saying, oh, yeah, people actually just want memory cards that don't cost tons of money. The only thing you could do is buy VMUs. So you had to pay a fortune to save your games. But you could play little games on them and they'd often like affect the main game. So you could take a, a little mini game portable and you could play it. And when you plugged it back in, it would go back into your main game. And one of the main train. ones was Sonic Adventure, and you could train your Cheos uh, in the Cheo Garden, and they could, they could race. Yeah. Um, but with that game, you guys were taking a dump on Big the Cat. We were, <laughs> and rightfully. Because, no, not rightfully, because Big the Cat is a very important character in an array of characters in the Sonic universe. So Shadow. Sonic, who's your hero, no. Tails, who's your sidekick, mm-hmm. Knuckles, who's your anti-hero, Amy, sure. who's, eh, whatever. The love interest, but, I guess. But Big... Big is what they set up because, in my mind, this is what I thought they were going to do. They were creating this whole Sonic Adventure thing, and then eventually they create this amazing open-world Sonic MMO. Yeah, and, you and need Big is Big because to... you need a tank. You always need a tank in your party, and Big is the tank, and he's the man. So we And he's Rogue's it. love interest. That's my canon. Rogue and uh, Big are in love. They're I'm sorry. Like did, you like just, did you just fantasy book the Sonic universe? Did that just happen? I just want to point that out. That, that blows my mind. That's been happening on the internet for 15 years. Boom. That is every there fan fiction there. Every furry on the internet's like, bro, come on. Wow. That's what I live for, bro. No, come on. That's Sonic has its own universe that yeah. exists. Yes. That... There's a whole dirty underbelly. Oh, yes. Well, didn't they, ha- they had Sonic Underground for a while, didn't they? That cartoon. Mm-hmm. Was that any I, good? Yeah, I can't was, remember. It was... It was the same storyline as um, the comic books. Yeah. With, like, not whole village and Princess Sally and all of that. It was great. Was that, wait, was that the one with the chili dogs or was that the first one? That was the first the one. The first one. The first was one was the chili dogs. That That's, was awful. Let's which be is, honest. Well, well, well. What? I love that one. Is oh, he gonna, you know, I'm out. sorry. You don't get to defend that, too. Like, I'll give you Big the Cat. I'll give you one. No, but defending I the original Sonic cartoon? No. It was terrible. I loved it. But you it had the and then they'd be like, "If ever Don't you get lost, this. did you know that there's moss on the north side of a tree?" And then yes. you'd see tails like rub a tree and be like, "Wow!" Yes, that doesn't make it good. It does. They give you basic orienteering training and survival skills, but it doesn't make it a good cartoon. No, he'd be like, "Hey, kid, does make it a good cartoon?" Oh my god! I've got it on that's why I've got it on DVD. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I have a whole stack. I got Captain Ann over there, DuckTales, everything. But this, yes. this is a good cartoon. Why? Because. Urkel. Look at these. Look at this art. Look at this art. <laughs> that's, wait, is that? Wait, hold on. That's the is underground that, one. That's underground. Yeah. That's not the original. Wait, why does, why does the one, why does the one look like. They're at the Chrono, like the Magus's Lair and Chrono Trigger. Because it's that? fan art that they used for the DVD sets. Is oh, it? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I, but I'm pretty sure that that is not the original cartoon, the one that was it's really a, it's bad. It's the second one. Yeah, it's the second it's one the second, that w- yeah. didn't suck. Oh. Well, yeah. the original one's this is the one. This is the one where uh, Julio White is the voice. Yes, Urkel yeah. was, was Urkel. yes. Urkel was Sonic. Yes, that was so good. Yeah. I don't even care yeah, what Yeah, that was said. the good one. That was the good one. The, the original one, which was all about... Chili dogs and rad stuff and man, that, was... that was my childhood. Get out of here! I don't care what you say. I watched that. I watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Which that I was, I, no, I, was I, awful. I, Swing your arms from side to side. side. That was the jam. Super Mario. 
Yes. Please don't do the Mario. I will. I will. However, like that. I'll go to bat. I'll go to bat for one part of the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was everyone walk the dinosaur. Ooh, hell yeah. That was. I can't. I can't. Did I just go down again? That's right. No, you're good. Okay, what oh, about? I'm good. Okay, so yeah, it was part, just a little drop in the stream. It's fine. The, the part that blew my mind was when they're they have to give their names. She goes, "Oh, what's your name?" He goes, "Mario, Mario." She goes, "What's your name?" Uh, "Luigi Mario." And I'm like, oh, "I didn't even realize that." Uh, everyone, everyone, as as a kid, was like, "That was the one moment in the movie where we're like, oh, the rest of it was garbage." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I the only part that I, I really love enjoyed, that movie. It's pretty bad. The bomb. I, I love the bombs. Yeah. When they're in the elevator and they get all of the Goombas to dance. Yeah! It's great. <laughs> the Goombas are big, huge, and just jack bodyguards. That was back in that period of movie making when they were like, it doesn't matter if it's like the game, as long as like we put the names on shit, kids will love it. Nope. Wait, so nope. So you're probably one of those people True. getting like Double Dragon or Street Fighter. First off, Double Dragon is an amazing movie. Thank you. Street Fighter is an amazing movie. I have it on Laserdisc. Okay. I just want to point that out. And... <laughs> If we're gonna be out nerding people, I have Double Dragon on Laserdisc right over there. Double Dragon, so Double Dragon is like really entertaining. I don't know if it's good, but it's very entertaining. It's so good. The original Mortal Kombat movie is great. Oh my god, one of the best movies of all time, strictly because because of Sang Sung, cast perfectly. The, your soul is mine. Cinematic history when he steps on his brother's back and goes, "Your brother's soul is mine." <laughs> we'll be next. Also, oh, that game, that movie had everything a player of the game would want. Oh yeah, Johnny Cage yeah. punching Goro in the nuts is maybe like the best. It's one of the best yes. scenes. Just that's... like perfect. And I don't know if there's a movie that's got as good of a balance of comedy and badassery because yes, punching Goro in the nuts, hilarious, awesome. But then when Goro kills the Johnny Cage's friend, but yeah. they're doing it to his theme song. Like if I hear that song, I'm ready to fight. Because yeah. Prince Goro is a world beater. I love him. And he's holding yeah. it by the waist and just... Da, 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 and he crushes him and then he takes his soul. <laughs> yeah! I, okay. I'll never forget as long as I live. I vividly remember this. Watching a Good Morning America where they had people on talking about how Mortal Kombat had the most high-tech graphics in any movie up to that point. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and they showed the scene where it, like, goes up around the tower. Like, the, the, the camera goes up along the tower. Yeah. And they were like, that's amazing. And now you look <laughs> at it and you're like, oh, that is boy. That does not hold up at all, at all. as it turns out. <laughs> not at all. But as a story, like, as a video game adaptation, I would say, yeah, Mortal Kombat is... Absolutely one of the best. It was a hell of a lot better than Street Fighter, despite the fact that Raul Julia was a golden god in that oh, movie. God, god it's yeah. so true. So, like, to... His character is so good. Yeah, but they, they cast everyone incorrectly in that movie. As much as I love Jean-Claude, Guile is a diehard American. Yeah. <laughs> not not Jean-Claude. No, he's not He's not bloody... Yeah, I, I, I'm about to say French, and I'm like, actually, Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme from... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't want to screw that up. So it's like, yeah, he has a French-sounding name. It's fine. You know, it's all good. Um... But, but yeah, no. was, that was not good. The only good part was his lines. I you know that uh, yeah. for you, <laughs> for you, <laughs> the uh, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. The best Tuesday. Yeah. That and Bison dollars being worth five British pounds was yeah. 
Oh my god, bison dollars. Oh, I love it. Uh, I like that they made they made Shadowloo just a place. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even, we're just gonna ignore the game. Just yeah, it's Forget a country it. now. Forget it. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, but Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, one of my favorite memories as a child is going because like I. I Love Mortal Kombat, so I saw it with my dad. He took me to see it, and he loved it. He's like, oh, my God. So when we heard Annihilation was coming out, we're like, oh, my God, let's go. So oh, go no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We go to the theater, and we sit down, and within the first three minutes, Johnny Cage is dead. I got up. I'm like 12, 13, however old I was. I got up and started walking out, and my dad followed me. And then we're outside, and he goes, what's, what's wrong? I was like, Johnny Cage died. I have no reason to see this movie. And he looks at me in my eyes and says, you are my son. And we... <laughs> 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 Perfect. You, you know, the sad thing is, the best Mortal Kombat movie is literally Mortal Kombat 9. As in, the game. Just watch the cutscenes <laughs> from start to finish. There's a lot of cutscenes in that game. Yeah, just know. watch the cutscenes like- from start to finish, and it's the best Mortal Kombat movie. It's great. It's awesome. I like X. I like, I like the introduction of the new character. I think that's like a That's cool, too. but MK9 is a retelling, and it's a good retelling. Yeah. So you get to see all of that stuff, and it tie, even ties into the movie a bit, and you get to see the whole thing from one through three, you know, with that whole time rewind thing. I think that was awesome. Yeah. To, there's, a, there's one other video game movie that I will go to bat for till the end of time, and I, people disagree with me on this strongly. I will tell you, I believe Silent Hill was a good video game. Movie. I'll go with you. Yeah, I believe it was good. Like, the acting ast- in that movie, garbage. Terrible. Yes, but terrible. The movie yeah. itself, I really like. Yeah, aesthetically, I mean, is fantastic. They, there's actually uh, some really interesting articles about that movie. The director literally imitated exact camera angles from the game, from the first yeah. game. Because obviously it had a fixed camera perspective uh, on, on PS1, if I recall correctly. So, you know, the, I found that the alley scene is like bang on. A carbon mm-hmm. copy of the game like it was reasonably faithful and i'm gonna yeah. say like the uh, the artistic design behind pyramid head and behind the nurses really cool. spot on spot on mm-hmm. especially because like as you see those scenes if you like played the game as a kid and you see those like it might not click like oh this is like the same exact like camera angle stuff but like you see it and then you feel like you felt when you played it the first time and you're like you have that fear and then there's the fog and you can't get out and it's like oh my god what am i doing right now yeah, yeah, it was. I, I'm okay with that movie. I think it was. It was great uh, as a, as a video game adaptation. I think it was pretty solid. Uh, hopefully, yeah. the Warcraft movie will set the new watermark for that. But who knows? We'll see. Here's 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 the real test. Okay. The Resident Evil franchise. Okay. Oh God. Okay. okay. So like, aspects of this is the real test. Aspects of it. What's what's the chick's name? Mila Jovovich. Yes, I love her. She's fantastic. I yep. love her. But like. Mm, not in those movies because it's just like ah. she's she's not a character from no. resident evil like no. they, they just inserted like, her in there i i will go to bat for resident evil apocalypse um as which had jill valentine as the main character and i think it was pretty solid for what it was because i'm pretty sure the nemesis was in that as well from resident evil 3 so as a resident evil movie that one's pretty good mm. uh, I, I, but the rest of them as you said that character doesn't exist yeah Right. And as a result, the whole thing ends up being ridiculous. Like, she turns into Neo, basically. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. What's what's the guy's name with the black trench coat and the sunglasses? Uh, Wesker? Yes, yes. Yeah. So which which one is he in? He's in quite a few of them. Yeah, he's actually quite a few of them. Yeah. I, I like him in those movies. Yes. Yeah. Great job. That's because like, they literally just made him the character he is in the game. Where he's yeah. Like, yeah, where well, he's got this, the weird superpowers and everything. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah I love him. Yeah. Which always baffles my mind when they make remake comic movies or cartoon movies or video game movies like the reason that you want to make this movie and there's a demand for it is because what's already out there is already good 
So just give me that in another format so I can have this conduit as well. But I want it the same way. Like if I like cheeseburgers and I go to Europe, I still want a cheeseburger, just meat and cheese though. I don't need all this extra stuff. So don't give me random yeah, character references. Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> don't give me Mila Jovovich with my cheeseburger. You know, I just yeah, want no, a cheeseburger. Wow. <laughs> <Is> that? No. <laughs> that would be terrible. Scarlett Johansson with my cheeseburger is okay, though. Okay, yeah, I'll, be, I'll go with that. Definitely. Understandable, understandable. You know, the weird thing I'm about the Resident picky. Evil movies... Mila, if you're watching, I would gladly take your cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Mila Jovovich, the next guest on the podcast, is like, that Austin guy, real dick. Like, real dick. No, but I said she's fantastic. She's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, this is good. Uh, the weird thing about the Resident Evil movies is they're really popular in Europe, and they still make a ton of money. They if do. You, they make shitloads of money. of money. Yeah, and the weird thing is I see every one of them, and I know exactly what I'm going into. Like, oh, yeah. I know it's going to suck. And mm -hmm. you know what? I'm actually kind of all right with that, <laughs> weirdly enough, because it's it's exactly what it said on the tin. And once I got past the fact that it clearly was not Resident Evil and, yeah. uh, you know, they'd only pay lip service to it, I became sort of okay with it. And I started to watch it. And because they're really dumb, silly action movies and they have, you know, and Mila Jovovich is a great action star. Yeah. And they, then they'll bring in a character from from the game and kill them off in some weird way. And Wesker will be there and be a badass. And that I'm okay with it, actually. I think they're all right. Yeah. The only reason I can't be okay with it, because then I feel like that supports directors' ability to take things that we like and still yeah. change them because they know they will buy them. Yeah. I, get, I, I, know, I understand your point. You're, if, you're not if, wrong, if they, though. If they would just take that with the movies that they made and just be like, hey, this is like a 14th Underworld. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's like, why is it called Resident Evil? You know, at, yeah. at this point, specifically, you know. Yeah. With, a, with Resident, at least with the original Resident Evil, it was kind of like, there is a mansion, but now the Red Queen and Underground and what the hell? And, yeah. then, and then Apocalypse is like, aha, this actually is like a Resident Evil movie because they tied it in. And then Extinction onwards, outside of Wesker and the occasional cameo character, yeah. it's got nothing to do with anything, you know? Um, yeah. If you watch, um, the, did you watch the two CG ones, the two animated ones, Degeneration and Damnation? Mm -mm. They're surprisingly not bad, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, 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 it's usually okay. the case with those, isn't it? Like so, like uh, yeah. even with the Matrix, the animated ones were so much better. I love so the Animatrix. It was it was weird, but the thing you, is, the Matrix, you. the Matrix, <laughs> the Matrix under its core as a sort of a you know cyber action movie is actually kind of weird. You know, the mythology behind it is really strange, and I think the Animatrix really brought that out. You know, mm -hmm. there was some really That's cool thing, stuff in that. The thing, so even if going back to the Resident Evil movies, like he said, so like the Matrix is is cool because of the underlying lore and mythology, and like with game movies and comic movies, like. Once they start changing that stuff, that's, like, what makes people upset. So, like, you can do whatever as long as you say, acknowledge, like, these are the things that happen. Now, from this point forward, things are different. It's like, okay. Yeah. Dungeon Siege, like, you mean? The Dungeon Siege movie? Dungeon, oh, God. Oh, I, I, ooh, okay. Sorry, my, uh, my, uh, in the my, name of the king, my Gypsy Danger just fell on my Striker Eureka. I think they're trying to go at it. I need to quit it. It's like, get, Gypsy the, Danger, I should not, friends. why did you I buy the these? Monsters. These are too big. Like, these... God. You know why you bought them. I yeah, know exactly you know why. why I bought them because I'm sorry. Holy fucking shit! How cool is this thing? Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, where's the button? Where's the button? Okay, lights. There we uh, go. Yep. Camera. Where's the button for the plasma cannon? Uh, they hide the buttons. They're actually really ingenious in the way they hide the light buttons on these things. Uh, <laughs> to the point where I cannot actually find it. it 
Where's the damn button? I'm going to turn another light on real quick. Is this it? No. <laughs> uh, it's it's here. I know it's on here somewhere. God damn it. Believe in you, TB. I'm going to find this because this is amazing. I think you can do it. You think <laughs> so I can yeah, find the button? Big, big the cat. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Back to big. Big the here cat. It is. Yeah. There we go. Uh, what happened? The plasma cannon yeah. is on, and yet you can't. Oh, wait, nope. I, t I it's turned it off. Definitely I'm... not. It's definitely it. not on. Where's the button? How did I do? <laughs> how do I screw up the most basic things designed for children? <laughs> like, is how? I have a theory about that. I, I mean, <laughs> aha! There we go. Plasma cannon. Ah. There you go. Nice. There we go. And yeah, so Gypsy fell on strike. It is a light that turns on. There yes. is a light that turns on. <laughs> I, I'm going to move this out of the way before they break my office. Jesus. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Striker, you, you can uh, you can go over here now. All right. No. It's huge. Ah, yeah, they're, they're kind of ridiculous. I don't know why I bought these. Actually, I know exactly why I bought these. Uh, yes, but the um, one of the ones that I hated was Hitman. Both the Hitman movies suck. And it's weird because oh, yeah. Hitman is like a really simple concept. And right. you'd think, as a result, that they couldn't screw it up. Yeah, you've got a template. Just use it. Yeah, I mean, it's about it's about a Hitman. But really, it's not just... Max Payne too. Max Payne? Max Payne? Why are there there's demons and and people are like oh no it's it's supposed to represent it's a, it's a They're representative of his, it's a drug yeah it's a representative no. of his drug addiction like no you put you just put demons in the movie for no reason like <laughs> Max Payne should have been a noir detective sort of action yes. John Woo style thing it wrote itself you know yeah. it's hard boiled basically Very and easy. Very easy. and they screwed that up. Uh, which just blows my mind. Max Payne should have been more like John Wick. I think that's what it should have been like. Damn right. Like, yeah. just he's like, I'm out for revenge. I'm going to kill like 500 guys before this movie's over. That's the movie. That's it. That's all the movie is. <laughs> Super linear, just straight through. That's why John Wick was so good. It was. I was like, oh, this movie's great. All he did, they killed his dog and he murdered people. End <laughs> of story. That's all you need. I, I almost didn't watch the movie because of that. Because, like, you know, I, I'm not a... I am the guy that looks at that website, doesthedogdie.com, I believe, is this name. Right. Which, well, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a website that catalogs every single movie in which a dog dies, so you can avoid them if you can't deal with that. And as a dog <laughs> person, I can't really deal with that. So I almost did not watch John Wick. John, no, John Wick is great because it takes that sadness of that dog dying and turns it into, I'm going to murder everyone in your gang for the next and two hours. And it's satisfying hours. as hell as a result. So good. It's so good. All right. Okay, I need to know, like, going around the room, worst video game movie in your eyes? Ooh. Start with Austin. Worst video game movie? I, you can't worst start with one. me. Okay, Jess, I, I, well, I mean, I, I'll start with me then, because I already know. Um, House of the Dead is probably Ooh, the worst video game movie. That's a, it's a, it's a bit of a low-hanging fruit, because it's an Uwe Boll movie. It's almost like I should ban Uwe Boll movies, because they're all terrible. Because he did Far Cry, which was terrible, Postal, which was terrible, and a couple of other things. But yeah, Does pixels count. Uh, I guess. I mean, Did anybody it's... see the the Battleship movie? Yes, mm -hmm. I was okay with it. Yeah, I, it was good. It was fun. I mean, I like I like ships, and it was like sure. okay, this is a dumb principle for a movie. This is a dumb idea based on a board game, but it was like okay, aliens are attacking us on the sea. All of our modern <laughs> shit, it's broken. The only way we can defeat them, a giant World War Two motherfucking battleship. It was my, awesome. I loved it. My o my OTP is the uh, Hawaiian dude with a missing leg and a sexy blonde girl. 
Those two together, I was like, you guys can do it. Save the world. <laughs> Liam Neeson guys. was in that movie for no reason. He spoke for about for three minutes. minutes. minutes he was like he was embarrassed movie. to be there, and I don't actually blame him. Like, just give me my check so I can go. Yeah, so there you go. All I'm right. Add about House of the Dead down, and, and just the reason is it is just so un- unbelievably horribly bad. Like, it, the soundtrack is terrible. It doesn't even tie in to any of the games in any way. I so. see your House of the Dead. Okay. And I raise you alone in the dark. Oh, that's another Terry, away ball, isn't it? Christian oh. Slater, Steven Dorff. Oh, is it just just a bad movie? Just a oh. bad movie. Okay. Alone yeah, that's, in the dark. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You got a, you got a worse one than that, Austin? I I feel like bad is like good. So to some degree well, some, it is. That's true. Sometimes like for me, Resident Evil that franchise is bad good. Right? Yes. You know it's going to be awful and I'll watch it and be like, that was terrible, but I enjoyed that. Yes. Then you get movies like Alone in the Dark, which is just like you took a franchise that could have been real scary and spooky yeah. and you butchered it. <laughs> like you made it unwatchable yeah yes. I, I think that's the difference between it you know the so bad is good and then it's just literally awful i'm not having fun now you know yeah that's what i'm trying to think i can't think of any like video game franchise movie that i like actually actually hated really hated. like but something i think, I you, think you've managed to bes- dodge a few bullets there i think besides yeah, besides mortal Kombat annihilation yeah that was everyone terrible. in chat everyone in chat is screaming how we have yet to talk about doom Here's the thing. Okay, I love great. the Doom movie. I Me love too. the Doom movie. Okay. I love that I, movie. I will say I didn't like Doom, but the only thing that like turned it around for me and made me like a little I bit know was the saying. really everyone knows weird, what you're gonna say. Weird, really weird first person thing at the end. Yes, yep, yep. Because yep. it was yep. it was creative. It was fun. They got the chainsaw. In it. They got very Doom like music going. Yeah. And it's like it's okay, the- everyone's now shut up, and now he's just killing people. Yeah. And this is yep. awesome. If the movie would have been just that, I would have been happy. <laughs> Just yeah. first person with the rock talking. Yes, absolutely. I would have been totally happy with that. It it was not Doom. I don't think Doom was an awful movie. Like it was watchable. It was totally watchable. The last fifteen minutes, the the FPS section really made that movie kind of cool. Most of it was just like, well, you turn Doom, which is kind of an iconic franchise, into just a generic shoot aliens movie, which is a bit unfortunate. Yeah. Which is like, I consistently yeah. forget that Carl Urban is like the main character in that movie. I every he time is. I see yeah. it, I'm like, and he's oh, awesome. crap, he's in this movie. Yeah, yeah. every good. time I forget. I mean, you've got to bear in mind that even though it was kind of a bad movie, it had The Rock in it, who was fun to watch, and it had yeah. Carl Urban in it, who is a great actor. That's yeah. not to say that The Rock is not a great actor. I think it's got a lot better lately, but that was also some of his early work. It was some of his early movie. work, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was in that damn movie. That... Yeah. It was a, they had a solid cast. They did, yeah. yeah. Did anyone see the really bad Street Fighter one, The Legend of Chun-Li? Yeah. No. Uh, Bits and pieces, no. and then I stopped watching it because I was like, nah. That was bad. It's like, that is like, hey, let's take one of the most iconic, uh, awesome female characters in gaming history and just ruin her completely. Like, that that's what that movie did. Dodger, have you got a worse video game movie? I can't think of one that's worse than... The Blood Rain movie. Oh, chat's on it today. I... The Chat. Blood Rain movie. I never movie. saw that either. Oh, oh was it bad? Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go with, like... But again, it's it's so bad, it's good. Like uh, dead or alive. Yeah, it's yeah. Like cause... Bad, but I I love it. Yeah, because because the dead or alive's plot is so stupid to begin with. Yeah. Like we could totally yeah. accept them. You're coming to a fighting tournament on the island. Now we play volleyball, and everyone's yeah. in a bikini. It's like actually, yeah, that is kind of dead or alive, isn't it? All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's only because of that that I can accept it. 
Yeah, and then like uh, Kevin Nash is in it, which is hysterical to me. That's pretty funny. What, was so, he? Like, did he play? Did he play? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I actually never noticed he was in it. I have to go rewatch it now. I don't have. I don't have a good answer. Not mm. for this one. Dodgy well, maybe it's time that we move on to releases. I, I think it is. Yes, we're about to. We're getting to wrap up the show now, despite our technical problems. But yeah, let's. Uh, Dodger sleepy. Yeah, she is. She's she's always like this. She's like, I want to leave now. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's cool. I have to go yeah, we'll to my cats. There's really not a lot of uh, news this week. Which, to be fair, no news is good news sometimes in the games industry. Nothing's going horribly wrong, so we're all pretty happy about that. So yeah, let's move on to releases. So we're gonna give you a list of stuff that's coming out this week. And then rapidly look for it on Steam so we can figure out what the hell all of this stuff is. So, Dodger, begin, will you? Get ready. January yes, 27th, a.k.a. today, we've got Slain with an exclamation point. Slain. It is a heavy metal-inspired combat puzzle game with gore galore, apparently. Gore galore? It has a really interesting Whoa, art style. Yeah, it's got the backgrounds. Yeah. It's kind of a sort of dark pixel art it reminds me of some of the fan art that people made of dark souls it looks it looks kind of great actually mm. i hope it's good wow yeah cool. uh, next game is called empire of the gods empire of the gods uh that is extremely cheap that is a one dollar fifty enjoy an original card game set in ancient egypt work your way up from a small tribe to a flourishing empire along the nile build huge unbelievable monuments and basically, you play cards to do that in some way. So it's kind of like a, a board game, by the looks of it. Great. Next up is called Surfingers. Surfingers? That sounds Yeah, creepy. like surf, but fingers. Oh, I thought, I thought it was like Surfingers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello, Surfingers. Uh, what do you need me to pick out a robe for you today? Ah, Surfingers. Yeah, it's been quite a while. We've prepared a delectable meal for you. The staff are waiting in the conservatory. I tickle surfing. you with my Surfingers. Uh, okay, <laughs> now it's getting a little bit kinky in here. So, uh, Surfingers, surf as far as you can through the ocean, <laughs> caves, snowy hills, and deserts. How the hell do you surf through a desert? Apparently you can find out in Surfingers, which is like $2 on Steam. It looks like a mobile port, like an endless runner, from what I can tell. Okay, Great. Next next up is Narcissu 10th Anniversary Anthology Project. Yeah, don't call your game Narcissu because no one can actually spell it. It's an <laughs> anime visual novel by the looks of it. Okay. Um, next up is called Hounds The Last Hope. Hounds The this Last Hope. Yes. Role-playing shooter, MMO, Ooh, third person. Really? Huh? Yeah. Okay. I have never heard of this. I mean, the screenshots look good. Uh, huh. This actually looks neat. looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, four, apparently it's got four character classes, story-driven missions, competitive PvP and challenge modes, a variety <laughs> of weapons. So it kind of, it looks like Destiny, basically. It looks like a kind of uh, grittier in Destiny. Interesting. Uh, I should check that out. That looks kind of neat. With zombies. One of the uh, things that they're advertising. So new generation graphics, breathtaking story missions, and 100% English content. Oh. Uh is this, does that mean it was made by a Russian dev? Because uh, there's quite a lot Maybe. of games like that. Uh, let's look at Net. It's made by Netmarble. Netmarble. Uh, Netmarble. Oh, they uh, they're, they're a Korean company, right? Uh, yeah. So that that explains it. Yeah, because Korea does a lot of really interesting free-to-play multiplayer games. Because that's big yeah. over there in Japan. So it looks like it's it's something like from there. Okay. I've been trying that out. I. Generally speaking, most of those games are not shooters. So, but they did make Guns the Duel, which was fucking awesome. So, Ooh. we'll see. Cool. Uh, next, we're moving on to January twenty eighth with the release of Dragon Quest Builders for PS four. 
I'm interested in this. Basically, it is apparently Minecraft, but in the dragons uh, in the Dragon Quest universe. Ooh. Yes, that's oh, the game. Interesting. That, uh, was it last summer? Whenever it was, last like the end of last summer, October, October, September-ish. They had literally like a. This is just a Minecraft ripoff. Like freak out on the internet the internet lost their mind on this one yeah because remember you can only make one game that does a particular thing you're yes, not allowed to make any is... others like oh, it's true yeah fact. minecraft exists so it is literally illegal to do anything that minecraft does <laughs> it's, a, it's a fact by the way I, i'm cool that they're, they're building on this and it's and it is a major company doing it finally it's not like a little indie company trying it's, yeah. it's square enix is doing this you know they're making a, a rpg kind of um almost like cube world-esque Minecraft-esque Dragon Quest game. I am intrigued. I want to try it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy that. I think. And I'm like super into Dragon Quest too. So, I love Dragon Quest to bits. It's so, it's so charming. I have a little slime plush somewhere. They're great. All right. <laughs> next, next up is Rise of the Tomb Raider on which... PC. Yep, it's already yeah. been out for Xbox, but the PC release. I have played the PC release not for very long because uh, there was some weird stuff came out this morning because they moved the review embargo back a day. Screw you, Square mm -hmm. Enix, for doing that. By the way. Uh, so I wasn't ready to put my video out, but a bunch of uh, articles came out saying the PC port wasn't running very well. I tried it out. It seems to be running fine. Like, it maybe isn't running quite as well as I would expect, you know, because I have a stupidly expensive PC, so maybe I'd expect it to be running a bit better. But, like, it wasn't right. dropping below 60. Like, it, it looks amazing. Like, the weather effects and the stuff off in the background is awesome. So uh, people were saying it was, like, it was dropping down to, like, 20 frames per second, 10 frames per second, hmm. long loading times on really expensive machines. I have not experienced that. So I don't know what's going on there. There looks like there's a weird disconnect, maybe a driver issue, but let the buyer beware. Stop pre-ordering video games. Just wait till it comes out, and then Woo! we'll tell you. Cool. <laughs> uh, next up is Romance of the Three Kingdoms. The Lost Mythology. Oh, it's yeah. Romance of Three Kingdoms number 13. 13? 13. 13. I know this because... Romance of Three Kingdoms and Dynasty Warriors are my, like, the game I play when I don't want anyone to know that I play those games way too much. They're my guilty pleasure games, so oh, I know... Dynasty Warriors does not need to be a guilty pleasure. Dynasty Warriors oh. top top tier game. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. It's, I love it. I mean, let's be honest. Like, it is a very, very, very repetitive game. Like, yeah. I think uh, that puts a lot of people off. But as I said I mean, from uh, previous shows, like, now that I've started playing Warframe, which is almost Dynasty Warriors in space as a space ninja, now right. I understand why you guys like it. Now I get it. But the thing is, like, in, in Dynasty Warriors, so your hand-to-hand -hand combat in war, if you're doing that in real life, you got to continue to destroy people and kill them so you can win the war. So if you want to say real life is repetitive to get the things that you need to take care of your family. Yeah, TB. Now I feel bad. <laughs> what the hell, guys? <laughs> I mean, what's what's wrong with watching Zhao Yun fly through the air with majesty as he lays his weapon upon the battlefield and 500 men fly into the air and evaporate into nothingness? What's wrong with that? I, I elect not to pursue Lubu. I will not pursue him. <laughs> no, you do it. Do it. Just... Although, I will <laughs> say, I will say I had a bit of fun with Dragon Quest Heroes, which is Dragon Quest Dynasty Warriors. That yeah, was fun. That was or what about fun. Dynasty, or Dynasty Warriors uh, Gundam? I I was never That's a Gundam person, but I know I know Dodger was into that. Yeah. I love Gundam so much. I, I actually have an uh... unopened box of uh, Gundam Prophylactics over on my game case. I'm sorry, what? What? Yeah, I got him in Japan when I was there last time. Japan. Oh my God! What is the matter with you guys? <laughs> we are about to see something so potentially much. amazing. I know. I know. This. So, is, I'm so excited for this. So I saw these and was like, that can't be a real thing. 
And then. Oh my, oh my god, amazing. God. Oh my god, condoms. Holy crap, that exists. They're so good, yes. Wow. Japan, you, I salute you. I salute oh you. Oh my Japan. god, that's Done amazing. It. <laughs> Done it. This, yeah, I if this, to open them. If this is our last show ever, we went out on a high note. We did. Let's put it that way. Oh, there is. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like we should be quoting something like one of those, like, and Alexander wept for there were no more worlds to conquer. <laughs> like, like, we've hit it. We've hit. We've hit the pinnacle of our existence as a species. We can go nowhere else. That is it. We've topped it out. We saw we we saw the Gundams or the Condams, whichever you prefer. Yeah. Like, holy, I uh, yeah. I am so happy. Okay, uh, let's move on. Oh. The, the lost mythologies. Yeah. Next up is the lost mythologies. Uh, okay, I actually have no idea what that is. Let me let me just uh, check that out for a second. That is a free game, a Chinese style action game with intense combat. Funnily enough, that we were just talking about that. Use various skills to defeat loads of enemies, apparently, according to the description. So it actually looks kind of like a, just a hack and slash free-to-play Dynasty Warriors sort of thing. Oh, God. Under the note, it says, this is a student project. It may contain various issues. We cannot guarantee these will be fixed. Oh, God. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, like oh, actually, that's actually a crazy story. Um, apparently, they're graduating and they have to. the developers have to do military service due, uh, according to Taiwanese law, which is why they can't finish the game. Whoa. That's a crazy what? story. Wow. Ah. Cool. Well, I mean, not cool, but yeah, well, interesting. Interesting, interesting though, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's let's continue. Well, uh, uh, Incredible Dracula, Chasing Love Collector's Edition. Um, can, can I use my... Right, so uh, Austin, I have, a, I have a special power. I don't know if I've told you about this. So my superpower, I'm the worst superhero, is I have, with 100% accuracy predicted based solely on the name... That the game, whether or not the game is a hidden object game designed for mobile devices. I will make my prediction now. Incredible Dracula Chasing Love Collector's Edition is a hidden object game. Jesse, am I right? Oh, sorry. I was looking up the next one. Dodger, am I right? <laughs> oh, God. You are. You <laughs> suck. You've been doing this. Well, here's, is... the thing, here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing, though. It's a big fish the, game. Yes, you're right. It's a big the fish game. game. But here's it's, the thing, though. He's so good. He's so good. Eventide Slavic Fable, the next game, is the same type of game. Yep. He sees into the future. This is a talent. This is a magic talent. Why do you have this power? I don't know. I mean, you, you know. You didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for this. Atomic, <laughs> atomic accident, radiation. I never asked for this. <laughs> um, all right. Next up is Cubix HD with He's two like X's. A less cool yeah. version of the Hulk. <laughs> Weirdly enough, that that game actually is not a hidden object game, but it is a big fish game by the guys that make ninety-five percent hidden object games. So I think I, I I got I got I didn't get all of it. I didn't get all of it, but I got quite a bit of it. Most so of it. most of it. Yeah, got most of it. We're good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So next game is also a hidden object game. You're saying what? Uh, Eventide Slavic Fable. Uh, puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, hidden object game. Okay. So next, Cubix HD. By the looks of it, is coming out. Let's see what that is. That is a fast-paced action puzzle game with high scores, and it's based on a cube. Nice graphic style, like nice flat colors, kind of cybernetic, I suppose. Yeah, looks all right. Okay, next game, Dodger. What do we got? Next up, Nemesis of the Roman Empire. Hmm. Who? I'm not going to make the joke. I'm not going to do it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. 
Uh, a real-time strategy game featuring two massive single-player campaigns. It actually came out 10 years ago, uh, but they wow. just put it on uh, Steam right now. It actually looks pretty great for a 2004 game. It's got, like, the Roman longships and the really cool architecture. So it's a strategy game, basically, from what I can tell. It actually looks uh, pretty cool. I, should, I might try that out. Next up is Rabby Ribby. What? I, I, I looked this game up, and it's definitely some anime bullshit. It's anime but bullshit, the first screenshot yeah. I see... Is a girl licking another girl's inner thigh. So What's that's I mean. Wait, what did you Google? What did you Google? <laughs> uh, ra- Rabby Ribby. Ra- Rabby, yeah, Rabby Ribby. So it's R A B I hyphen R I B I on Steam. Definite cement. There is no one here wearing a shirt in this game. Shirts are forbidden in this game. A lot of bikinis, bunny suits. Oh yeah, it's well, a, it's it's a lot. It's like, yeah, it is actually it, it is actually a shooter. Yeah, it's a kind of bullet hell side-scrolling shooter. But apparently, everyone is wearing a bikini or a bunny suit for some reason. Not mad at I it. I mean, I understand Nobody that. I get why. that part. I, I just like, don't get I the like shooter bullet part. Bullet hell games and tentacles. I'm not mad at either. Okay. But not the same conversation. One anyway. of its difficulty levels is called Bunny Extinction. Bunny. Oh, jeez. So I guess that's the hard difficulty. So there you go, <laughs> guys. The next game, Plantera, is so cute looking. It says, uh, in Plantera, you build your own garden and then you watch it grow with new plants, bushes, trees, and animals. You're a little tiny seed person, right? Yeah, you, you <laughs> you're like a little blob carrots, thing. And then suddenly you got an orchard and you got animals and oh, it looks adorable. <laughs> there's, a, there's a sheep that's like, it's like a mixture of a Dragon Quest slime and a sheep. This actually does look adorably cute. Yeah. Is it mobile? I mean, I've got to assume it was probably ported from that, but it's hard to know. Um, I don't... There's a tiny little bear that's nothing but a circle. This is a circular bear. I mean, why would you not want that? So cute. Um, I was expecting it to is... be like some weird metal-inspired thing. It's like, Plantera! Yeah! Cowboys from hell! Yeah! No. None of you in the metal. At first, it tried to take me to the Terraria wiki. God so damn it. That was great. <laughs> okay, um, next one. Next up is The Slaughter, Act 1. Which I'm sure this this sounds a, pleasant. <laughs> it's a point and click. It's a point and click. Yep. Ah, yes, it's uh, set in Victorian London. You are a mm-hmm. detective of some sort. There's a man in yeah. a top hat saying, "You may enter, my sweet." Yep. And there's a cast of interesting, insane, and eccentrically British characters along the way. Ooh. Ah, there was a thing that said, uh, "This is our five pounds reward for uh, this uh, Glen of Amal Terrier that has apparently gone missing." So, apparently, in this game, you look for dogs. Okay, that's. I guess uh, so. Yep. Check the website. Uh, the next one is called Spokoino. Back what? to the USSR 2.0. Oh, th- yep. that's that. That's Didn't a weird. That last time? Yeah, I guess it got delayed. That's a. It's a weird Russian uh, visual novel, basically. Yeah. That's. Uh, it's got this really strange art style, but it's a. Yeah, it's a kind of Russian mobster visual novel. Strange like papers, please. Uh, not strange like papers, please. No, kind of like uh, we we were making a children's book, except it's horribly violent. Kind of look. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. A bit yeah. weird. Uh, on January 29th, we've got Bombshell. Yeah. So this is a kind of isometric action RP, uh, sort of role playing game with a really badass uh, girl that has a robotic gun arm. I believe it is by... Yeah, it's by Interceptor and published by 3D Realms, as in the guys who were, made Duke Nukem 3D. Like, some of the original Duke guys are involved in this game. So, I'm actually really excited. I just got my review code for Bombshell. I'm really looking forward to it. So, hopefully it doesn't suck. Please don't suck. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Pharaonic, which is a side-scrolling action RPG set in Egypt. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, um, we've got Duplexer. 
It's a single-player puzzle game, which looks like you're in the mid. It's almost like the world is made of graph paper, which yeah, it's like it's a lot of a lot of very flat colored blocks, basically. Mm -hmm. Next, uh, we've got Medieval Playground. That could that sounds potentially hilarious, but I have a feeling it's probably not <laughs> going to be. Uh, it's yeah, an early access game. Where you build your medieval. Yeah, we've already had like three Something games like that, haven't we? Like Reign of yeah. Kings and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a kind of it's a medieval sort of crafting survival esque daisy sort of game, and it's in early access, which means it's not in any way finished. I don't, finished I don't think it's crafting be. or survival. I think it's just you no, build stuff. No, it says explore, want. dig, build, and play. Uh, oh, is, right. is what you do in medieval playground. You make battles with allies and enemies. Choose your side. Create underground caves and decorate them. Is apparently a feature. All right, there you go. Uh, next up, we've got Sebastian Loeb Rally, which is a racing game. Okay, yep. And we've got Artificial Intelligence Police Department, which looks like a bullet hell. Oh, hell yeah. That yeah. is a really looks, colorful it looks, game. The, it looks like yeah, it um, looks Geometry cool. Wars in terms of its mm -hmm. color. It looks really bright neon. So I might yeah, check this out. It yeah, cool. it's a, it's a top-down co-op twin-stick shooter. So that actually sounds like fun. Next. Next up, we've got Habitus. Habitus, 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 Habitus. It is a micro-platformer, whatever that means, where you collect golden eggs to passage by on procedurally generated levels. So, yeah, platformer. Uh, next up, Rusty Lake Hotel. That is I a would not weird stay there. Point play. That's a point-and-click game that I've been looking at for a while. I don't know what the hell it's about. What They're the? animal people. Why is everyone like, a bird? Everyone is a... Oh, no. Uh, okay, so every character in this game is an animal. There is a, a deer in a suit. There is a pheasant here. That's yep. a rabbit. I don't know what's going it, on. It's it's like a mystery. It's like a I don't know what it's it's a mysterious point. It's who knows. I have no idea what the plot's about. I was like, all right, I'll give that one a look. So. <laughs> Check it out. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Next. Next up is called Defunct. Don't call your game Defunct. We won't believe it works. That's a terrible idea. Uh, it's an indie adventure game. You are a broken robot that accidentally falls out of a giant cargo ship on post-human Earth. You have to get back to your ship before it's too late. Apparently. Oh. No. Okay. Cool. Next. Next up is Dungeons of Cragmore, and it looks like it's not actually releasing. It's going on early access. Oh, great. But it's a, it is a new unique mixture of survival, it's by FPS, digital homicide. and dungeon crawler. Don't. These are the worst people in the universe. Do not what? buy this game. You, wow. Oh, okay. All right. Digital, wow. digital Homicide is a little indie studio that makes absolutely awful video games. They have the dubious honor of being the worst rated like game studio of all time on Steam. And the last time anyone said that, they literally tried to sue them, take down their videos, and has been... They've basically been having a wrestling-style feud with a critic called Jim Sterling for the past year solely over the fact that he didn't like the terrible video game. That's so not the, good. No, it's not. These guys are very strange, and you should avoid their video games. <laughs> next. Um, next up is Pit Stop Challenge. I imagine that's a racing game? Probably. Is based on the name? It's a sports game like no... Oh, my God. You get to play the Pit Stop crew. <gasps> no. Interesting. Yeah. The whole game no. is about being the Pit Stop crew and be that doing the best cool. Pit Stop ever. I that's a it. cool idea. I want it. Yeah. I'll try crew. that. Yeah, you get to recruit, like, uh, a, a crew of mechanics and train them to become the fastest Pit Stop crew in the world. That's oh, a neat okay. idea. I want it. Totally. I'm all in on that one. That's cool. Um, next up, on January 30th, we've got Golf with Friends. It's a golf game. A wacky, crazy golf game. <laughs> oh, okay. wow, I'm so shocked. Indeed. <laughs> next. 
And uh, next up is Bearhaven Nights, which looks like it was supposed to be a mobile um, Five, Nights Five, Nights Five Nights at Freddy's and yeah. is now on Steam Greenlight. Yeah. yeah, it looks a lot like that. So, yep. so there's that. Next. On February 1st, Time of Dragons releases. Uh, it's a game about dragons, if I recall correctly. I know. That's too <laughs> I'm shocked, shocked. Aren't I? It's an MMO shooter where you ride dragons on with missiles and lasers. Is this like Panzer Dragoon, the, the, the nice. MMO? I like Panzer Dragoon. I love Maybe. Panzer Dragoon. I hope this doesn't suck. Oh, God, that name looks like it comes from a Chinese developer. It might not be good. We'll see. When it comes to MMOs, they tend to make a lot of really grindy stuff. So I don't know. I'll try it out, though. Yeah. It's got dragons in it. Why not? Mm. Next. Yeah. And finally, we've got Sydney's World. Sydney's World. It is a family-friendly uh, JRPG, apparently. You can't handle this game. The trailer is the little girl. A seven-year-old named Sydney being like, this is my game. And she shows you the game and she's like seven. You cannot hate on this game. Okay. Can't Aww. do it, TV. It was actually it's developed by a seven-year-old? I think maybe her dad probably helped. Yeah, it was, he, it was done in RPG the, Maker, clearly. But Which she's is like, fantastic. This is my character mm -hmm. and this is my thing. It's Go watch that trailer. It's too cute for its own good. Aww. The art style looks kind of neat for an RPG Maker game. Yeah, so it's cool that like, uh, people win. are so young again. You win, the game Sydney. <laughs> okay, I'm not allowed to critique it because that would make me literally Satan. So let's let's the not. worst person ever. Yeah, the worst person the in the world. Girl yeah, made a game. Screw I'm not going to make a little girl cry. I'm not going to do it. So okay, question. So I'm currently making a game in RPG Maker. It's probably oh. going to take forever to come out. Yep. When that comes out, feel free to sh to take a dump on it if it sucks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have but this I recorded gonna... now. I know I have permission. Excellent. Except, I but I am going to have my five year old cousin. Say that it's his game, and then that's what you do. God that's damn what it! You do. <laughs> Ultimate heel move, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, just have him be like, "Don't hate my game, Mr. Biscuit," yeah. and he'll just be—he'll be done. Gonna right, you, done. Send you an advanced copy, of him begging you to review it. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get Sasha players. Banks on the show next, and she's gonna do it. Oh, she'll take nope. a dump on everything. She she'll make she'll make a little a little kid cry absolutely she no will. doubt she's, she's absolutely fantastic she is a, a, an amazing woman I love it a bit she is fantastic we are at the end of the show we made it somehow through uh, trials tribulations uh, internet problems microphone problems and everything else the internet could throw at us and we still uh, we stood tall yeah. at the end somehow it was certainly yeah, certainly all of us was one there. But let's uh, then we always end our show by letting everybody, including our guest, plug all their projects and tell us where to go to find their stuff. So, Austin, we would love to know what's coming up over the next few weeks. Where can we go to find your stuff in ring and out of the ring? Okay, so in the ring, obviously, Monday Night Raw on USA Network starts at 8 into the 11. Uh, then we get SmackDown on Thursdays on USA Network again. Starts at 8 into 10 outside of the ring. I'm doing my video game channel stuff, which is Probably what you're more interested in anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, up, up, down, down on YouTube. We do uh, four to five different shows on the channel a week. Um, we do unboxings. We do interviews with people um, like in the wrestling world, outside of the wrestling world, within games, all sorts of cool stuff, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, we visit different uh, gaming developers, and it's just it's awesome. It's fun. Go subscribe. You will love it because it's hilarious. Um, and that's pretty much it. Oh, I'm on Twitter, at Xavier Woods PhD. Uh, you can follow Up Up Down Down on Twitter and Instagram at Up Up Down Down without the O's. And our catchphrase is keep it tight. Whatever the <laughs> it is, that's going to, you know, I'm not come sure out what it is, but it should that be tight and it should remain exactly. tight. Exactly. Yeah. And lastly, uh, what I'm working on currently is figuring out how to do streaming stuff off of this bad boy over here. 
Oh, 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 oh sick! So when I learn how to stream off of him, then things are going to get real interesting. So, that yeah. Isn't, it's all gonna get, that's ooh. crazy. Look at that thing. Wow. That's my deal. There you go. Okay. If people want to, if you're watching the YouTube video, by the way, if you want to subscribe to Up, Up, Down, Down, the annotations on the screen right now, you can literally just click that link and it's going to tell you to subscribe immediately. So just click on Xavier Wood's face. Do it. Do it. Click, click on his face. face. Subscribe to that channel. There you go. Nice tight, and easily. Don't, no, don't, don't, don't click on that, though. Keep it tight. Keep it you, tight. You, uh, you, you, don't know it where, you don't know where that's been. Don't go yeah. anywhere near that. Can, so the way I always close my show is we say keep it tight, but then I have like my guests say keep it tight a bunch of different ways. And I know it's it's your show, and you guys are still going. I think it's totally fair. Considering you gave us over three hours of your time, you're an incredibly busy man. We're willing to do that for you. Yeah, give me some keep it tights. Jesse, come on. Hey, let me whisper at you. I couldn't hear a word of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want it? You want, all right, I'll make it creepy. Hey, let me whisper at you. You should keep it tight, though. Yeah. Austin's into it. <laughs> <laughs> Dodger. Cleanse our palate. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. I just wanted to let you know you should probably keep it tight if you want to. Congratulations. <laughs> you you want are you are a cartoon character. Well, keep it tight. Yeah. It, oh my god. Can we, can uh, we combine our two? <laughs> from like. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi. 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 Hello. I just want to know if you're keeping it tight. I'm keeping it so tight. Are you keeping it tight? Oh my god, is it tight? Real tight. That's awesome. Cool. He's never going to be allowed on a podcast again. You know this, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I guess I have to do mine. Uh, hello, everybody. Well, well, well so, so, so wonderful to be here. And I, I would like to let you know, it's, it's rather important, uh, that you uh, keep it tight. Yes, please do. Oh, what else? Mm. Quiet, yes. Mm. I would appreciate it if you kept it tight, good sir. How's it Thank you, thank you for the, the shout out with the keep it tight, my of good course, man. Of course, of <laughs> course. It, it's our absolute pleasure to have you on. Uh, Jesse, uh, you're less important, but let's find out what you're doing this week. What's going on in the channel? What's true. going on? Oh my goodness. Uh, you can go over to youtube.com slash Cox and check out the end of Pony Island if you don't want to play that game, but you should. You should not watch my video. You should go play it yourself because that game is bonkers town. Uh, and then PAX South is this weekend. So if you were going to that, Come see the Cox and Crenor panel Saturday at 12.30 in the p.m. We would love to have you there. Last year, we were the second most watched stream on Twitch. It's going to be streamed this year. And we packed that damn room. And it was so crazy. Plus, it's a new Cox and Crenor animated will be released there as well. So Very cool. you should definitely tune in for that. Awesome. Very cool. I'm unfortunately not going to back south. I'd love to, but uh, not this time. Maybe next time. We'll see. Dodger, what's coming up on the channel this week? What's going on? Um, I will also be at PAX South. On the channel, I will be uploading the rest of the VODs for Aviary Attorney, as well as some best bits from uh, the Secrets of Grandea streams that we wound up doing. Uh, I will also be at PAX South doing some stuff on the floor. We also have a friend zone panel if you'd like to come to that. And that's it. Awesome. Uh, yes, indeed, you should. Uh, what else? Yeah. What's going on the channel this week for me? Uh, not too much for the rest of the week i am still working on the port report for rise of the tomb reddit to figure out if it is actually broken and i'm pretty sure it's not but we're gonna keep working on it anyway 
I would love to show you more XCOM 2, but the embargo for that is not till next week. I do want to try and get some bombshell up, but we'll get a we'll get a few things up on the channel. And I'm also continuing to judge the highlights from our first Secret Hitler stream, the wonderful card game about finding out who is Lizard Hitler and who is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we definitely have some highlights from that. We'll see who the contest winner is a little bit later. As Austin is like, why am I even here? I just, <laughs> what no, did I get Hitler. myself into? Uh, yeah, Secret Hitler is actually as offensive as it sounds, an extremely fun social deduction card game that I would highly recommend everybody checks out. Right, folks, we are pretty much about done here on the Co-Optional Podcast. Thank you very much to all of the viewers, all the new viewers, everybody that stuck around. Big thanks, of course, to WWE for retweeting the stream and also for allowing Austin to spend so much of his time with us and endure the nonsense that we usually do on this show. Thank you, (laughs) Austin in particular, for giving us so much of your time today. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you. I had a blast. This is fun. I'm oh, glad yeah, you enjoyed you're it. You're an awesome I, guest. Thank I'm you. Gl- I'm glad we didn't put you off podcasts for life. You know, that, that could have <laughs> happened. That was that was a big risk. Thank you very much for watching, folks. If you missed any of the show, you can catch it on the VODs, which are for subscribers on twitch.tv slash TotalBiscuit. And, of course, this show should be available on Friday on YouTube for the whole thing. Thank you very much for watching, folks. Subscribe to our YouTube channels. They are below. They're right here. Yeah. You see? Right below our names. Go click it. Go click. Go subscribe. We'll see you next time. Goodbye!